Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spawncast episode 150. We're missing a couple people. Max is at Katsukon, uh, that's in Southern Maryland. And uh, Miss Click is actually on vacation, I think, and she said she was going to Colorado, I think, right? Yeah, yeah get high. She's in Colorado. Yeah, she's been taking a lot of pictures <laughs> of snow. Snow is like a big deal. So I, I don't think she's, I think she said she's never seen snow. So I guess that makes sense. Um, we see snow all the time. It's a miracle when there's no snow in a year. So, uh, which so far, which just about is happening. Yeah. We might not see it this year. That was amazing. Uh, I saw snow 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we see it all the time. In Northeast. We might, we saw it last year. We saw it in April. So, um, we still have a chance, I guess. Still like two months left, but, but, uh, we still, we got the original still here. We got, we got Sean, Sean, what's going on? Not much, not much. Um, a lot of people are asking about the meat of the week, oh, and yeah. someone actually guessed it. It was steak. Ooh, what kind okay. of steak? Uh, man, I don't know. I went to my grandma's on Sunday, and she just got like a new oven, and she wanted to cook with it, but she's weird, and she couldn't just buy a new oven. She had to buy a new oven and a matching refrigerator and dishwasher. So like, she just cooked up a bunch of food. And so I went over there, and then as I'm, like, taking my leftovers out the door, she's like, oh, here's some steaks I bought. I forgot to cook them. Here, you can take them. I'm like, okay. So that's probably, I, I that's probably legit. That's from, that's, you said that's from your grandmother? Yeah, it's grandma. Yeah, that's probably a good steak then. So, yeah, so. Were they fillets? Were they ribeyes? Were they sirloins? I mean, do Man, we not know? No, I don't really know. I just opened them up and threw them on the foreman. <laughs> <laughs> i mean all right all right all right that's good that's good steak though steak though is meat of the week all right that'll work that'll work uh mvg what's going on man how's it going i'm doing well man had a pretty good week good yeah. to be here yeah good to hear oj what's going on doing good uh had played a lot of games this week played a lot of new stuff so i'm excited okay. to talk about it. okay all right very cool jordan how's it going man good good been a been a long uh busy work week long busy work week i saw you i saw you uh buy the whole standee of pokemon cards from gamestop man yeah and on a for a saturday video that video is performing as the best video on my channel recently so how did, how did that work out that. you just went there and then they they sold you a standee with it uh kind of there's like a little audio clip in, in like the vlog portion of the video uh, i went in there and i just wanted to buy all the cards on the display and then they had no use for the display because once the cards sell out, they get rid of it. So they said, do you want to take the display? And I said, sure. And they said, okay, good, because we didn't want to break it down. So nice. I'll take that. And it made for a really good thumbnail. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. Uh, Nate, you're with us, right? Yeah. I never really tell you. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, you're actually talking into the right part of the Yeti this time, right? I don't fucking know. I think I think I was I've been using the wrong mic this whole time. Do I sound different now? You sound weird. <laughs> oh, maybe I'm maybe it's, I'm now using the wrong mic. Yeah, it sounds no, electric tap, to tap me. The, tap the mic. Tap, tap the, the mic, mic that you, you think you're you using. No, that's right. That's right. Mm, why is yeah. it? No, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. It that might have been like that might have been his headphone mic picking it up. <laughs> hey, hey, this is a very professional podcast. Okay. What about now? No, that's definitely that's not right. It's worse. <laughs> Well, sounds great. Uh, <laughs> Nate, Nate, uh, Nate recently figured out that the Yeti microphone, you have to you speak into the correct side of it to get the good sound. I thought well, you figured it out last week. I don't know which side. It's supposed to be the one with the blue logo facing you, right? No, it sounds it sounds right now. Yeah, like how you're talking into it now sounds correct. Yeah. We know who develops a microphone this stupid. I mean, like, it's, it's, it's actually pretty clever. What's wrong with them? Because on the back, you can change it to either be more of like a uh, an interview type. Yeah, I've done that, and were... half the time it picks up birds 14 miles away, and another time it doesn't pick up anything. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. So hey, you want, you want the... mic, it's instructions suck. I mean, you just gotta <laughs> look it up online and just look at the symbols on the back where you move the knob. Yeah, I did all. that. Yeah, and I, I mean, it sounds fine now. Screw you, Yeti. <laughs> I mean, everybody, most people just use the... Now a lot of people are getting the SM7Bs. Like these ones like I have and MVG has. Um, they're they're solid. They just they need a lot of work to get them to like at like just you gotta use like a cloud lifter and a good mixer. Like I tried using it with an interface that was um wasn't great, it's like a Behringer, and it, it didn't sound very good through that. I had yeah. to use like I had to use like an actual mixer. No one told me that I had to spend more money to get this mic to work properly. Oh yeah, <laughs> you you think you think with how much these mics these like the SM7Bs are more expensive uh, than the average microphone. You figure it would it would come with the a cloud lifter at the price they sell them at, but they don't. Um, this is usually SM7Bs are like the those are the microphones that a lot of like the podcaster like professional podcaster people use and like you see them on like um, sports broadcasters and stuff too. Um, but uh, they they're good microphones. But the, the Yeti is USB. You just plug it in, so there's a lot of ease of use there um but yes nate you sound good sean how you sound uh am i better now i'm not no. sure it sounds electric <laughs> like a little transformery yeah you sound like megatron's well you know what i not i'm on i'm on the discord browser because uh, that i think, explains I think it. he sounds i think he sounds all right, sounds you're all right, right. i don't sean. think it's too bad you're okay sean you sound like a dried raisin <laughs> dried raisin. that's not nice uh let's uh let's let's move over to what what's everyone been up to this week what you guys been playing so i know i know sean was playing darksiders yep i played i actually played a lot of stuff this and week. i know oj played darksiders as well so finally yeah. people played darksiders i had to wait two I, three months for people to play it but finally I played it more than it. i thought i would like at first i was like oh this is gonna take me a lot of you but no i was actually kind of just went through it was cool it's good it's not it's not like i mean it's like a i think it's like a 12 hour game sean is that how long it took you to beat it or so i think it was like i think my final time was like 13 13 and yeah. a half it's somewhere around like 15 hours depending on like what you yeah because like, there's still like, more to do yeah 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 yeah, I mean, it's, it's I think at its core, it's a good game. I actually have a review up for it, so watch it after the show. But the Switch version definitely has some issues. And I think if you're a multi-plat owner or you're a PC gamer, you're probably better off getting it on a PS4 or an Xbox One. Did you if, check out that, that footage I sent you for the PC version? Yeah, I saw <laughs> it. <PS1. laughs> yeah, it's definitely a lot different, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's it's not it's not a bad game or anything like that. We get more into the nitty gritty in the review of it, but uh, yeah, um, I also played a bunch of cheap eShop games. Some of them were good, some of them were not good. I played a really bad Daytona USA racing clone um, on the Switch called Super Speedway or some shit like that. <laughs> Don't buy it. I, I was gonna do a video on it today, but I ended up finishing Dark Siders up early this afternoon, so I was like, oh, I got time to do this. It's a little more pressing, but don't buy it. It's literally, I can't explain how bad it is. You can't finish arcade races. So you know how when you're doing a checkpoint-based racer, you go through the checkpoint and you get additional time. Every arcade race that I have done, I have been in first place, but the physics in the game are so bad that like if you sneeze near a car, like your car just jumps up into the air like a gymnast, 
and like it's so ridiculous. I I've fin- I've been in first place all the time, and I can never finish an arcade race in it. So it's absolutely terrible. Now on the flip side, I actually played and beat Resident Evil Five, which is on sale right now on the Switch eShop because I haven't played that game since it originally came out, and I played it with my old housemate, and I didn't really remember much about it, but I did enjoy it more so than I did when it first came out, primarily because at the time. I was still not big on the Resident Evil shift, how they shifted to, um, you know, the more actiony stuff. Like I didn't, I didn't dig that. Like I wanted classic survival horror. So I still kind of had that bad taste in my mouth from four. Not that it was a bad game. It just wasn't a great Resident Evil at that time. In my opinion, in retrospect, it's still a great game. Um, so Resident Evil five was just kind of more of the same for me, but I actually enjoyed it more this time around. Um, definitely enjoyed it more. And now I've decided to buy Resident Evil six because I'm sick in the oh, head. No, but I, I played and beat that on the PS three, like five, years ago maybe so you know i i really don't hate resident evil 6 as much as a lot of people do i honestly think yes it's not it's not a great resident evil game but i think as an action game set in the resident evil universe like it's not terrible you know there's there's definitely some very cringy moments and there's definitely a lot of stupid stuff but if you look at it like an action more so than actiony game i don't think it's all that bad it's not good it's not good, <laughs> but I don't think it's as, I don't think I, I think. OK, here's the thing. I think if you strip away the Resident Evil name and it was just like a new game and, you know, yeah. I, I think it wouldn't be as bad or see. It'd still be a convoluted mess of multiple campaigns and well, yeah, I mean, shooting mechanics with Chris Redfield. I don't think Chris's mechanics are that bad. They're trash. And a giraffe getting Felicio <laughs> as the cover icon for some weird reason. Well, I mean, who doesn't want to see a giraffe getting... Okay, never mind. Um, but yeah, so it's it's honestly been... I honestly played a lot of stuff this week. Oh, and I saw that Bleeding Edge beta went up, but I've been, I haven't I've been playing that, that all day. Evan actually got a chance to play that. What do you think of that, what do you think of that game, Evan? Because you've been playing it all day. I'm a bit torn. Good. I'm a bit torn. Okay. It, it's decent, but... Uh, Basically, before this point, Gigantic was kind of the arena game that I wanted, and that was a Microsoft and uh, PC kind of cross-platformy thing. That was... It's so reminiscent of this. Uh, the main reason I bought it was because the guys from Penny Arcade were talking about it as like the best elements of Gigantic. But then playing uh, Bleeding Edge, it just feels like it's falling short in a lot of areas, but it's probably more likely to survive because of when it's getting released. <laughs> Is it another? It's 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 another like hero shooter type game. Hero shooter, but it's a little more arena based, third person cameras. Uh, there's not a lot of, I guess, control skill involved, um, because most of your ranged attacks and everything it's based on auto targeting. So you have to kind of like mm. cycle targets and stuff. It's more about maintaining ranges and using abilities at the exact moment you need to. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I fell out of the hero shooter thing. I, I don't know. It's uh it doesn't really appeal to me as much anymore as it I used tried. to. I tried with Overwatch a lot. I bought that game three times. <laughs> I tried so much, I bought it three times. Uh, but but you you were alright with it, Evan. It was it was at least interesting it's, enough to play most of the day. It's okay. Yeah, it has some mm, good okay. function to it. Uh, the characters are kind of weird though. Like there's no one really outstanding other than like one character in terms of design. Mm. But the gameplay itself, uh, it's the samurai, the one that has the shoulder guard yeah. that's all spray paint cans. That one's he's solid. Yeah, I actually I actually played it uh, for a few hours today myself, so I was curious to know which character you like the I, best. I like him visually. I've been playing the uh, the zombie healer, the snake. 
He seems like the best kind of utility he, character. He's pretty to, brutal to, to use. Usually, yeah. end of the game, I have almost most damage and beyond any healing for like anyone else on the team. So it's it's crazy. Hmm. Okay. Very nice. Very nice. They don't they don't have a date for that game yet, do they? When no, do they? but I, I think the did. beta lasts almost a month. The beta. Yeah, the beta is long, right? I thought I had March twentieth, but I could be wrong. Okay. Yeah. Doesn't the game come out in March? It should, yeah. but I think the yeah. beta ends what, the twelfth or the seventeenth in March. Like it's going yeah. for a bit. Oh Jeez. wow. Yeah, that's me a bit. Um, but uh, oh, Jordan, what were you playing, man? What are you up to? Not a whole lot this week. Okay. I played more of the uh, <laughs> that VR game I talked about last week, Blood and Truth. Oh, okay, uh, cool. Played some more of it. It's same thoughts as last week. It's just really good, really good, solid VR game if you're into that. But nothing too much. Again, it's been a busy week. Sure, sure. Doing a lot of Pokemon card stuff too. Yeah, which has been fun. Very nice. Uh, what about what about Nate? All right, Nate, hit us with it. I played a lot of stuff this week. Played. Uh, I can't give impressions of it, but I've been playing the two Metro games coming to Switch later this month. Nice. But Digital Foundry has their tech analysis up. Not sure it how they. Good. It I'm looks not sure good. how they managed to do that since I'm under embargo to like the 25th. Oh, uh, you know, they just break cool. the other switches and overclock. Or they do all sorts of stuff. Oh, man, no. Over there. Wait a minute. Wait yeah, a minute. so that was, that was <laughs> nice to see because I was like, well, there goes some of my coverage plans. But um, I played Vitamin Connection from Way Forward. It is a co-op game where you play as, like, nutrients in the human what? body and you shoot germs with vitamin beams and it's a way forward game though is this this published by limited run games okay and i think the highlight of the week is a game no one's going to play because nobody even knows it exists comes out next week and it is called three thousandth duel it is a metroidvania i've I've heard some people talking about it at least i've seen it pop up on twitter a couple times uh, I, I talked about it in a video that I made about some February game side. So I, I know what it is. It's, I mean, it's a Metroidvania. It's very similar to like a Castlevania game. It doesn't redefine the genre or anything. It doesn't even really do anything that's like particularly new, but it has like a Dark Souls Hollow Knight type aspect to it where if you fail, you have to go back to reclaim your karma. So far, I'm like two hours into it. It's It's been pretty fun. It's kind of neat. I think it's, I think it's only going to be like a $15 game when it comes out next week. So it's probably going to be a eShop hidden gem that just no one's going to remember even exists, kind of like Kunai. No well, one I've, remembers I've, that game came I feel out like last I've, week. Yeah, I feel like I've definitely seen more about uh, Kunai than... Or I've seen more about the 3000 Duel than Kunai. So like, hopefully it does a little bit better. That's a shame because Kunai is an excellent game and no one's paying attention to it. But 3000 Duel is pretty interesting. Hopefully, reviews drop next week and it reviews decently. I think they sent me a, a review code for that, but I haven't checked it out yet. I also got a review code for the Double Dragon collection that has like a bunch of games that never released here, but I haven't downloaded that either yet. Yeah, I downloaded it, played Double Dragon. I was like, yeah, it's Double Dragon. That's nice. That was about it. Nice. Nice. All right. All right. MVG, what, what what do you play this week, man? I know uh, I know you played some more Fantasy Star. Uh, yeah, I played more Fantasy Star. Um, they gave us like some more time after the server issues they had, so I played a little bit more of that. I'm really psyched about when the game yes. comes. out. I am really excited for whenever that happens. I don't know if they're going to do another another beta or something. I don't know if they're going to do something else like another event. I assume they might, but I'm ready yeah. for that game to come out now. That was that was fun. I was like 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 uh, a few days after it went down, I was like, oh, I'll fire up 
fan star because it's still on the home screen. I'm like, oh wait, I can't play it. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I kind so of, I kind of, it, I kind of missed the game. And the other thing I, I, I kind of mentioned, um, I tried out the Bleeding Edge beta today uh, on Game Pass. It's, it's available to try out for free, so I downloaded it and uh, tried it out. Look, I think it's okay. I'm not, I'm not like a MOBA guy, or I'm not like a Overwatch guy, but I, I definitely get the get what the game's trying to do. I think it's, it's a little unorganized i'll say the way it is i think when you kind of touched on the characters they're kind of a little you know the balance isn't right and the characters they're very kind of generic but um i kind of like the art style i think the graphics are cool um i got into a couple of games and um i definitely see what they're trying to go for here i think it's an interesting game is it my style of game no but um i think it may be um maybe good when it comes out so uh, i thought it was interesting i'm going to keep playing it a little more this weekend i think the beta's on all weekend but um yeah it was an interesting game to check out for sure okay okay i did um i also played out of the stuff we were talking about here but i also played uh hypercharge unboxed how do you Actually, like that, sit down and play that you know what it it depends i think a bit on what you play on it uh so like it has like like tower defense mode where it's co-op and you'll go against the bots uh or it has like pvp and i mostly just played the pvp so it's like a first person shooter and i like the setting of it because you basically play as it's almost like small soldiers like that movie you play as little action figures pretty much running around shooting each other and it's actually fun on the switch the only issue i have it it feels a little sluggish uh from what i've gathered according to developers only like five or six of them that made this game so it's on steam early access i think still uh but you basically run around you can you you do shoot against other people of course you have teams as well you can do but as you run around there are parts on the ground so you don't necessarily pick up other weapons as opposed to attachments for your current weapon whether you'll attach a shotgun attachment to it or you'll put on like a minigun attachment or a flamethrower and then also other pieces that make it more accurate uh but it's actually it's a pretty fun it's pretty fun game there's there's a lot of customization you unlock stuff quite a bit and a lot of it's cosmetic stuff and there's no microtransactions in it but when i was playing it i didn't have the hardest time finding a game but there's definitely not a ton of people playing it right now so maybe uh maybe as more people find it on the eShop, or maybe it does one of those things where it goes on like deep discount randomly one day it'll get more people on there but uh i, I had fun with it i think it's i think it's worth checking out. i think it's i think it's a 20 dollar game but uh it, it's a fun if you're looking for a shooter on the switch mostly um or on steam technically it's on there too but i mean you know there's a lot of shooters on the pc there's not as many first person shooters on the on the switch um but that and then uh skate three of course jordan nice good choice stick stick with skate three that's the game i'll just i'll just i'll just fire up skate three and i'll just i'll just play it most nights if i got like 10 15 minutes to burn i mean um, we're, we're basically at a decade playing that game almost Hey man, I'm still finding spots in that game. I'm telling you. Oh, and, same uh, here. It's, it's yeah. endlessly replayable. And I'll try to basically what I'll do is I'll, I'll try to make the stuff look very realistic. I won't like you know you can just you can just spin twenty times in a row and all this stuff. I'll try to yeah, actually you make just it put look it on like, realistic mode on the hardcore is what it's called. I think. I'll try yeah, to make just... it. Yeah, I'll try to actually make it look realistic and everything when I do the moves and stuff. So it's I still I still really enjoy playing that game on and off as I go. So here's hoping for Skate Four at some point. Yeah, here's hoping. Here's hoping. Uh, Evan, do we have any Discord questions? We got a bunch actually today. Oh, okay. Well, we could start with this one. I'm trying to boil it down. Strategy guides. I mean, what what kind of do you guys do for that? You could collect anyone. Anyone collect those, or do you just mostly go online, check out remember, sites for that type of stuff? I remember at one point I thought about collecting them, and the only reason I thought about it was because that day, the GameStop that I had worked at 
pennied out like 30 of them. And I was like, I got 30 strategy guides for 30 cents. So I'm going to start collecting them now. And then I never did. <laughs> During the, the 360 days, there was a time where I'd like pick up a pre-order and get like, a you know, the thick strategy guide, like Oblivion or Fallout oh, or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I got hooked on that stuff for a while where I was like, I have to get the strategy guide with the game day one when the game comes out. So I got like GTA and everything that came out, but I, I got rid of all those after a while. Cause I'm like, mm. I don't need these. These are just kind of occupying you, space. In my I mean, house. if you were grabbing them when like they were doing like the final fantasy seven, eight, nine, those are some awesome strategy guides yeah. uh, because they would add a lot of stuff to the story and the lore. Like you'd have like character backgrounds in there with a lot of really cool information that I, I assume like square and developers helped them write out and figure out. But uh, for that, it was cool. I guess back then before like the internet got to the point, where it is i guess it helped a lot of people too yeah for me it was pokemon that was the game oh pokemon. yeah i always got the strategy guy pokemon yellow yeah pokemon red and blue whenever you, like i always and that was the game that you always needed it because that that was before it like internet was there but we didn't have what we have done at this point to look up you know everything so that was yeah. what you needed in order to be good and i would get the strategy guide and kick people's ass at school so that that's so many they had so many charts goal. in the back of that thing like you open it up and they had like yeah. all these crazy charts that showed weakness resistance half it, damage quarter damage you, it was crazy you needed to see what moves they were going to learn right so you know what because yeah. like back then there wasn't like the move deleter or whatever it was like when you messed up like yo you you got to raise another one like so <laughs> yeah <laughs> i have a i have like a tub it's it's not necessarily strategy guides I have a lot of the the Nintendo strategy guides for when they would do like special things, like when they would make special strategy guides, like on the Super Game Boy and stuff like that. Um, I have a lot of those. I have a lot of magazines. I don't really have too many like straight up strategy guides for individual games though anymore. I'm sure there are some in that tub that I'm just forgetting about because I never really go in that tub. I don't know why I still have them because they just sit in the said tub, but hey, I have them if I ever need them. I do have one cool thing though. Um, it's called the Resident Evil Archives. And I believe it was up until Resident Evil 4. Might have even been a bit, might have, might have been Resident Evil 1. No, I think it was Resident Evil 4. But it has like every single thing within the Resident Evil universe and like every single character and every single item and stuff. It's a really, really cool book. But yeah. Who got uh, the Metal Gear Solid 4 strategy guide? That was freaking I had amazing. It. Yeah, I remember oh, I getting didn't, that. I didn't get that one. I remember it looked oh. really cool. And you would you would need it. It was dope because you know it had the install times back then on the PS3, so you can <laughs> read what you need. You can read the strategy in between the install times for that game. Yeah, I think it took forever to install. You either you either do that or you just watch Snake like smoke his cigarette over. And yeah, over I watched this, but it was although it's like lame to think about it now him. back back then it was kind of cool like it was like oh yo take a break you know what i'm saying like because like it was so the game was so yeah. intense you know and visually it was insane then when he was like oh. smoking the cigarette you're like this is crazy that looks yeah, like that was, looks like a real cigarette to me it was like <laughs> this was like yo this is next gen this is like for real like at least at the time what was it like 2008 for that game i used to have yeah yeah i had yeah. a um i had a metal gear uh cigarette case it was like a metal <laughs> a metal cigarette case and i used to did keep you actually use it yeah, it was oh, cool. Man. Like I busted out because, you know, if you got a pack of smokes, you sit the wrong way or something or they go, you know, into the back part of your pocket, you crush them. At least when they're in a metal case, they're not going to crush them. Uh, Evan, do we have another discord question before we go over to some of the topics? 
Let's see what we got. Uh, what game has kept your attention the longest? Oh. Like ever? A good question. Like ever, yeah. Wow. Oh. Well, hours mm -hmm. played would definitely have been World of Warcraft for me. That's probably an answer for a lot of people. It's probably World of Warcraft like out there. Um, hmm. I guess right now it would either be Halo 3 or Skate 3. Yeah, I'm trying to think because if it's not serious based. For Jordan, 10 years about to hit 10 years, yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna, I would say Skate 3 as well because, and, and that's a single game. Like I could say Pokemon or a Sask right. or something, right? But that's multiple game series. Yeah, you got to pick on, out right? a single game, yeah. Yeah. That's single, awesome. Probably Skate 3. I probably. One of the games I put the most hours into ever, probably. I never really got into World of Warcraft, but I played EverQuest when that came out for many years. And um, I think more recently, as far as video games, I think the game that I've come back and played and finished like every single year is like Silent Hill 2 or Red Dead Redemption, the original one. I've played those games so many times, I can't even remember how many times I've played and finished them. So I would say one of those two would be it. Metroid Prime Hunters. <laughs> you play that a lot online right yeah like it was it was literally every day i would come home from work my buddy would come over we would get um little caesars because little caesars was right down the street and then we would just sit there all night and play it rinse and repeat the next day wow huh that's, that's interesting I, we were in clans and stuff we were on game facts message boards arranging clans like as you, we kept that shit serious <laughs> was, this, was this on the og ds not even the ds light the og ds okay the ds light we actually it's uh that's kind of a bad story i'll tell it anyways though so i don't know this was when GameStop, I was working at GameStop and you could literally, you could trade in anything. Like you, you didn't, they didn't require ID, they didn't require anything. You could just trade it in. And I remember we both broke our Nintendo DS's um, R triggers from playing too much Metroid Prime Hunters. So we traded those uh, DS's in and got DS lights and just paid the difference on them to the store that I worked at because nobody gave a fuck. Wow, you wore out the the actual bumpers like the, it, no the it, no like the button actually came off and so we would wow. try to use it without it and it just wouldn't work like it was it was serious man it was serious. Uh, well, hey, maybe you'll get maybe you'll get another game in that series. You can play online with that. I wish. <laughs> For me, it was uh, Super Smash Brothers Melee. I played that game from 2001 all the way. I figured up it was going to be a Smash game for you. Yeah. yeah. Melee would just have the longest period in between from when we got the next one. So I played Melee for like seven years plus. Like, mm. And even after Brawl came out, I still played Melee. Probably like until up until about 2010. I, I stopped. I probably stopped playing Melee like around 2010. So that, that was about a good nine years I played Melee like all the time. So now I, I would say game that I've played through the most like several times beaten is probably mario world because you can beat that game in like 15 minutes um nate yeah, what about you mario 3. probably the smash brothers melee the original gears of war or maybe link to the past because i'll i could replay link to the past like every single week that's because it's the greatest one yeah, it's not, it's not just the greatest Zelda. It's like oh, one of the okay. greatest games ever. Did you say Breath of the Wild? What'd you say? Uh, <laughs> what? The hell I heard that? Breath of the Wild. Okay. Uh man. Uh, <laughs> Breath of the Wild. Let's uh, let's get let's go over to the. We're gonna start with the the first topic here. Okay. I almost wanted to 
I almost wanted to move things around a little bit, and I might just because it's funny the way Sean's mic sounds right now. And Why is it doing that? <laughs> and he's he's he has an interesting he has a differing opinion on this compared to like Nate. Maybe MVG as well. Actually, no, yeah, we're going to start with that one. OK, we're going to start with the Nintendo Direct anticipation slash Nintendo Direct. Oh, thirst, the drought, the thirst. It's, it's crazy right now. It's crazy right now with this Nintendo Direct stuff. All right. Is it really? And it's going to be. Yes. Hey, hey, I've seen Twitter. I've seen forums. Let me <laughs> let me just say my piece and then everyone else can debate amongst themselves. Do you like, do you like, uh, do you like Animal Crossing, Sean? I don't think it's bad. I, okay. you know, I have I have a lot of fond memories of it on the GameCube and the DS. Uh, are, you the three, excited, are you excited for the one next month? I, I would say so, but I still have a lot of questions about it that don't seem to be being answered anytime soon, which I find very oh. strange. Okay, you might not be disappointed then. Go, go ahead, go ahead. Basically, my thing with the Nintendo Direct is this. I don't care if Nintendo wants to send out Ooh. telegrams talking about what is coming out in 2020. I don't care if they want to fax me something. I don't care if they want to go door to door. The problem is we are halfway through the month of February, beyond halfway through the month of February, and we know about three games. We know about Animal Crossing, which comes out next month that we solve a lot of questions about. We know about Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, which is just a remake of a game that wasn't that good in the first place. That honestly kind of looks honestly kind of looks like a Flash game that they're charging $60 for. And we know about Xenoblade Chronicles, which is a remake of a game that I already owned twice and have played through twice on the Wii and the three new 3DS respectively. And honestly, they're probably not going to add all that much stuff. It's probably just going to be an HD version with reworked animations and maybe some new things thrown in. So we have a game coming out next month and we have two remasters. That is wrong. That is wrong. That's totally wrong. Based on what? Based on what? Did you see it during the trailer? We have a whole new area. There's a whole new area in the trailer. Okay. <laughs> what about bodied. We are talking about Nintendo first party games. Nintendo first party games, and we don't know anything about what's coming out this year, and it's the middle of February. I the direct is simply the vessel. The direct is how Nintendo likes to announce their games. They want to announce a game on Twitter, they want to announce a game via a press release, they want to upload a trailer for a game on their YouTube channel. So be it. I don't care. I just want to know about some games coming out this year. Why is that such a bad concept? Why is that such a foreign concept that we want to know about games coming out? this year for a video game system that we own what world do we live in that it is considered bad Calm. to want to know about games that you're Calm going to be down, playing son. in the same year do you do you think that there's nothing else coming out this year after of course after, you know, of course there's of course there's stuff coming out this year but we don't know what it is why do we okay, not know what it is but you don't know what it is. You don't know what to get excited we'll about. You don't know what to look for. It's not like we're not going to get a direct. Why, why do you need to Shut know up. what's coming out in November and February? I, who said anything about June? November? What about what about summer? What about summer? Why can't I know what's coming, coming out in up? a few months? Why, why, why can't, can't I know about to, what's coming out? Can you wait till April to find that out? Because people look, we are not we are not the average video game consumers. We are all people on this panel who buy video games. Well, maybe aside from Jordan, but we all buy video games all the time. We are constantly playing new. Video games. We are constantly <laughs> looking at what is 
or Evan, Evan too. We are constantly looking at what's going on within the video game industry because, you know, it's what we do. It's what a lot of us do as our jobs. But the average consumer is not that person. The average consumer has to usually, you know, they only buy a couple games a year. So being in the middle of February and the average consumer doesn't really know dick about what's coming out for the rest of the year, that's kind of concerning to me. I know more about PlayStation 4 first-party titles than I do about what Nintendo is doing. And the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One are both dying systems that are being overshadowed by these new systems that are coming out in holiday of 2020 it is not bad to want to know about what games you'll be playing within the next few months because if this is how the next few months is going to be then you're going to get a pokemon reskin of a game that has no shadow animations but they're charging 60 dollars for it God forbid. <laughs> you have animal crossing which is a great game that a lot of people will like but you know once again there's still a lot of questions about it and you have the xenoblade which we don't have a timed release date for or anything Thing like that and as a game that once again you have already played it on the wii or the new 3ds possibly i owned it on both of them and you know it's it's just weird to me it's weird to me that so many people are like well stop bitching about the direct it's not about the direct it's about wanting to know about the games the direct is simply the vessel well sean i think the reason why some people were kind of you know because it's february it's not like july now, if it's July or June, then maybe, you know, or even if it was May. But if you go back and look at Nintendo's history, like they always have directs multiple times throughout the year and they never outline everything that's going to be in the year at the beginning of the year. They have a direct in February or March. Those are the two months. So like, if you're doing this rant like in March, then I'd be like, OK, yeah, man, like you've got something there because that'd be the furthest that we've ever had a bigger, big direct in the year. But it's the middle of February. So that's the thing. Um, and Nintendo has directs in the summer. They have directs in the fall. So they still have multiple times for directs. I get what you're saying, but I think that's where people were kind of jumping down. Like, dude, it's it's February, and Nintendo went as late as March. In but order it's to get been that, but. So. It but it's also the been reason. the longest the longest time period without a Nintendo Direct since Nintendo Directs became the standard for Nintendo. It's been what nearly six months now, over six months now, and and you haven't December. learned about. You're you're right about okay, that. September, but, October, yeah. November, yeah, December, okay. January, February. So, but like, let me ask you a question. So, what's the that. what's the end result? So, let's say they're listening to you and they you want to rush a direct out right now before the games are ready. Is that what you want, or do you want them to actually get everything ready and put together a great presentation? So, obviously, like if to... they, if if they're planning on releasing games in the spring and summer of this year, I don't think it would be rushed because obviously these games are far along in development enough to where if they're coming out in the spring or the summer, then you would be ready to talk about them so i don't think it's necessarily rushing the presentation the games are there it's just they're not talking about the games which is very strange to me but we're also assuming that the games are there you know you gotta look a lot of this comes back to the fact that i was editor-in-chief of a nintendo website during the we fucking you and there were droughts where you didn't have a single game for months and months and months and it's like obviously nintendo would probably never do that again but it's just kind of it's 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 strange to me it doesn't make sense to me i but really felt like drought it's just they're not telling we still have games coming out it's not a drought like there's nothing in between like they're going to announce more stuff sooner rather hey, than hey, later super tennis Super tennis. All right. Yeah, All right. Super tennis. Yeah, and that's and that's what they do. Everyone's like, "What's going on, Nintendo? Here are some shitty ass SNES games that hey, you, you don't want." Is it a legit game? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Eliminator Boat Duel. I have a very. Oh, I, I used know. to go to the um, gym with my parents, and they would throw me into like the kids area while they went and worked out. And they had an NES there, and so I would always just play on the NES. And they had Eliminator Boat Duel, and I was like, "Oh, what's what's this game?" And I fell in love with it. I absolutely love that game. <laughs> 
Okay, so Sean, you're you're uh, you're you're getting a bit impatient for 2020, is what you're saying. You want to you want to hear about games? Yeah, I want to hear about games. Like, I don't understand why that's perceived negatively. I, I think this whole thing has also been heightened by 2020 getting off to just a terribly slow start. Could could be worse. Nothing's we happening. could start the year off with Anthem, but I mean, hey, Anthem's getting every <laughs> hey hey, Anthem's coming back. It's making that comeback, all right? <laughs> that final copy. I'm telling you guys, uh, I'll believe it when the Christmas stuff. I mean, look, if, if Final Fantasy didn't get delayed, we'd be talking about that in like two weeks, two and a half weeks. Last year, we we're talking about, like I said, Kingdom Hearts, Resident Evil 2, Devil May Cry 5. Yeah, but none of those would alleviate the problem that is the perception that Nintendo has nothing of 2020 because they haven't announced a direct seven weeks into a 52 think- week year. And they haven't think, talked since September of 2019. Okay, let's look at, no, no, I'm not done yet. You know what? Let's look at, <laughs> look at the 2020 lineup thus far from Nintendo for the Nintendo Switch. They released, they released one game. And what game was that? Tokyo Mirage Sessions, which was a Wii U game, a port of another game. So three of the four games. Three of the four games are games that are already out and are just remakes or remasters of them. And Animal Crossing is the only game that is a new game, but it's still in a franchise. And let's be real. While it does look like it's going to be a very good Animal Crossing game where they've added a lot of stuff into it. It's still an Animal Crossing game. It's not really doing anything to sort of from what we've seen so far, because God for fucking bid, we talk about it. Um, they haven't really broke down the barriers of Animal Crossing or made Why something very plain Animal Crossing. Right I'm not. I think that's what I want to know. Here's, okay. Why are you downplaying how good the game is? No matter what, this will be one of the biggest releases why. of the year. Why? I will tell you why. Because I played Animal Crossing on the um, GameCube and I absolutely loved it to death. I thought it was brilliant. The GameCube was awesome. Yes. I played Animal Crossing on the DS. I thought it was absolutely brilliant yes they took away the nes games but i thought they added in enough cool stuff into that to where it it was just great you had the introduction to online play and things like that then i played animal crossing on the wii and i i couldn't i couldn't get into it it just it was just like this is the same thing that i've been doing two times already they haven't really added anything new into it and i actually never played the 3ds version so my hope with animal crossing was that they were going to sort of expand upon it like look at how mario has evolved over the years look at how zelda has evolved over the years animal crossing is a franchise in terms of sales that always sells very very well so i think saying in putting it in that conversation with games like mario and zelda you you can do that just in terms of sales but i just feel like instead of you know trying to evolve the series a little bit it's almost like a pokemon thing where it's just sort of like here's another one here's another one when i think i think this I, one's changed a little bit though because they're sending it to an island where you have to start from nothing and build it up right no I, yes and I, like but, established. But, also but i still, think Lou, Lou standard seems to have uh labeled you with your catchphrase sean what did you see <laughs> that's your that's apparently a new catchphrase where is it wait in the super chat. Oh, oh! <laughs> Sean's new catchphrase. <laughs> you still can't escape the Wii U, even even in uh, 2020. Never that. <laughs> go go ahead, Sean. No, nah, I mean that's that's pretty much it. I think Animal Crossing <laughs> appears to it, it appears to evolve a bit. I mean, they got the multiplayer going on right now. They had like what eight people running around. Uh, I like the idea. I like the concept of starting from nothing with an island and building up. I think that's kind of neat. I, I do think that you're right. We should see a bit more about it because even uh, people are really in Animal Crossing right now are trying to figure out 
Like, well, they're, they're, anal looking, they're analyzing they're like marketing materials. They're, yeah, they're analyzing marketing materials right now to figure stuff out. And I'm like, man, that's so they're like, oh, look, at the, there's some stairs. It looks like you can add stairs and some weird fences and stuff now. And like, I get that, you know, that's sort of the mystery. And I'm not saying they need to reveal everything about the game, like every single freaking item that's going to be in it. But I just want to know. I want to know more. And I think wanting to know more about a game that's coming out in a month, wanting to know about games that are coming out in the spring and the summer isn't a bad thing i think i think we'll find out more about animal crossing soon so yeah. if if they gave you animal crossing news i'll say last week would you still be in dire straits for a spring and summer direct I, or would that tie you over like i said i don't give a shit about the nintendo direct itself i want to know about games and i don't care how they get me information on these games or announce games i just want them to talk about games and nintendo isn't talking about games they're talking about nothing they haven't talked about anything really of substantiating circumstances since last september is that a fair assessment what was the last thing that nintendo talked about that was uh, they talked about fire emblem smash brothers and pokemon all this year Fire Emblem DLC. Okay, I'll give I'll give you Smash okay. Brothers. I'll so give they you the have Brothers. given us information this year on games that are already out with new and content for these games. So I they have not left us starving. I they don't Violet, consider. Violet is don't, don't I do not board. consider. I will. I do not don't consider DLC for previously released games to be groundbreaking stuff. Like it's cool. It's a great addition to those games if you're a diehard fan. But it's really just sort of treading water and adding in new content into these games. This sounds like a little goalpost moving. It's not goalpost moving. <laughs> I, I've simply Nintendo the entire given us anything since September, but in the last seven weeks, they have given us several updates. With on new content on games. games that are already released. I want new games. I want to talk about new games that I'm going to be playing in 2020. That is the whole antithesis of my speech. That is the whole reasoning oh, of my game. speech. He wants he wants new games. I want new games. I want to learn about <laughs> new games. Why but is have it, you why but is have you played game? every game already? That's that, that's no, pretty poor to me. So I would like to I, I would like to for that by the way. Just wanting Oh, I know. I know. I'm just I'm just saying I'm just saying in general you're you're prematurely because it's you said it's February as if that's not that late that dude it's two months we're a month and a half into it and like i said it's not even finished with february nintendo's went as late as march as announcing it direct i think that's why people are kind of like kind of on you maybe just a little bit because i think it is it's i see what you're saying but it is a bit premature because we're not in march nintendo can go as late as march for a direct well, i mean let me so. let me ask sean this well, if me, there were me, um if there were like one or two bigger games that released already this year like what happened last year would you be a bit less i guess uh, uh anticipating or wanting some new games getting announced because maybe you'd be playing them more like like dmc5 you played dmc5 a good bit last year oh yeah i feel i like me personally i played dbz kakarot for a while and i think i'm the only one here who bought it and i didn't even really think too much about a direct while i was playing through that even though the game was mid uh so i thought about it and i said you know if they were just like let's say final Seven remake dropped at the beginning of february straight up i, I almost wonder if people would have just been busy playing that like there's just nothing's happened in 2020 yeah i mean it's 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 an it's, it's been an, boring it's an industry-wide thing like we haven't had you know last january or when when did resident evil 2 come out was that january or february that was january see january. like 
You see, yeah. you had you had a bunch of big games last year to start out the year, and you know, even Nintendo with their little new Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe, um, you had that too. So. You know, it's just it's it's definitely an industry wide thing. And I'm not even saying like it's not that I don't have anything to play or anything like that. I obviously have a, a billion games to play and there's definitely stuff coming out. I just want to know what Nintendo's doing this year. I want to know what they're going to be releasing in the spring and the summer. And if that's wrong, then I don't want to be right. To be fair, people are also like desperate for PS5 news as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's like kind of on both sides there. What, what which saying I think is silly, too. It's like just when the, when the presentation's ready, it'll be ready. Like, that, you're not going to be able to buy it right then and there. When, they, when it's ready, it's ready. And that's the problem, is that people are just sitting here saying, hey, nothing's happened this week. I demand answers to questions that haven't even been asked. I need a direct. I need to know what's coming out in October because the games coming out in March aren't enough for me. I can't get hyped about what I'm going to get. I need to know what is still to come because no one's happy with what you have. You have to get hyped about what I don't, you don't... know about. And, and what about it? They're going to announce it, let's say, in March, and you're going to know April, May, June, July, August, and September. Come May, people are going to send the same. How come Nintendo hasn't announced a game for October? Where's the October game? Where's the holiday game? Everyone always wants the next thing. There has to be a because, endless flow of information. No matter not what every they give game, you, it's not no, enough. No, no, no. That, that's 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 a gross general over uh, over his. Uh. Uh, what's the word i'm looking for over generalization there you go <laughs> because okay a game like tokyo mirage sessions fe encore hashtag whatever the fuck it was called <laughs> no interest to me that game does not interest me not every single game that's going to come out the the one a month or one every two or three month game is going to appeal to everyone on the on the Ooh. user base of the system there should be a variety of things to talk about so that if you aren't looking forward to the game coming out in march or april at least as you say you know what i won't buy the game in april but the game in may that's a game i want to get that's a game i'm gonna save my money for would you rather have nintendo keep things close to the chest and announce games six to eight weeks from release or pull a Sony and announce The Last of Us 2 in 2016 and not release it until 2020. And Why does it have say, to be? Well, well, at least for you, four you, years, you take, I know I have something to look No, for. you took both ends of the spectrum. You you take you take one extreme to another extreme. It doesn't have to be either hey, one of those extremes. It could be in the middle. Let's not make comparisons of, you know, Metroid Prime 4 and, and Last of Us over here. Well, announce nope. it right now. I, I need to know. Every, I need to know it. Let's let's announce it. That's what people were talking about with Metroid. Announce it. I want to know about Metroid. Okay, they announced it. That, that shit was way too early. Oh, well. No, yeah, that, that was way too early. And I mean, Nintendo. But everybody was happy, right? They typically right? do not do that. I mean, aside from Bayonetta 3 and Metroid Prime 4, and Zelda games, and, and Zelda games. <laughs> yeah, Nintendo has actually done that quite a bit recently, if you really think about well, it. Well, a lot of their stuff, last year, they didn't announce Mario Maker until February, came out in June. They didn't announce Link to the, uh, Link's Awakening mm-hmm. until six months before release, same as Astral Chain. Nintendo has a tendency right now to keep things close to the chest and wait roughly six to maybe mm-hmm. you know 18 weeks from release they want to keep it within a closed window and right now they have a major release coming up in a month it's called animal crossing new horizons a game that will sell 20 million copies right now their focus is let's sell animal crossing 
You know, that's interesting. They should probably talk about the game more. Then you know, you know what's you know what's interesting is Animal Crossing was supposed to come out last year. Yeah, it got delayed. Remember what what would have come out this year then if Animal Crossing was last year? It doesn't matter because they're gonna the games are gonna come spawn. Come on! I just realized that what would have what would have they probably would have got Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition ready. Uh, okay, well, I guess that would make sense, or just something we don't know about yet. Maybe Paper yeah, Mario would have just bumped something, or something else, or maybe I mean I'm not I'm not really sure, but yeah, like I think, I think something people had ready. Pikmin three, a, there you go. Have a bit of patience. The directs are coming. We all know yeah, they're, coming. I, I, they're coming. I agree. I mean. I, I get Sean's point of view, but I also feel like, and I know this is, you know, it's a little, little kind of mundane to say this, but when the, when they're ready to announce it, they'll they'll announce it, and we just need to wait. And I'm I'm if if it's if it means waiting another four weeks, I'm fine to wait another four weeks. I mean, Nintendo will reveal what they have when they're ready to reveal what they have, and I think that's that's really what it comes down to. And another way to look at it is at the end of this year. We're gonna. We're not even gonna think about this. This ridiculous argument we were having tonight, because by the end of this year, we're gonna have two brand new systems that come out. We're gonna have a, a slew of really good games that comes out. It's gonna be one of those things where we're like, "What were we even talking about?" Like in in February this year, you know. I'll remember this day for the rest of my life. We won't. Hey, what about February next year when there's nothing? We'll have the same conversation. We'll <laughs> be in the same come circle. On, we'll okay, see friends. That's what's gonna happen. Like it's no, it's gonna what, happen. What if? What if we don't have a direct between June and like October? What are we gonna do? Matter. Even it if they talk about the November game, what do we? Gaming do? has been canceled, guys. What if because they don't announce a January game in September and then it's like December? What do we do? We, we you know, do, I don't, we I don't do know. A, I, you know, I remember being 13 years old, and you know when we got gaming news? We got it once a year. It was at E3. I was gonna say, now we need an E3 every magazine? month. Okay, Boomer. <laughs> we got gaming magazines where you learned about new games that were coming out in the subsequent months. We, <laughs> that's a terrible That's a terrible analogy. We, we do Video a, game magazines were the way to get the information then. We do have and a Discord question uh, kind of tied to this. Uh, it feels like Nintendo Directs are becoming fewer and further between. Do you think Nintendo <laughs> is phasing out? directs for an alternative announcement system alternative yes. announcements at twitter yeah, no, te <laughs> telegrams i'm telling you singing telegrams it's been no, clear that since the new president out. nintendo has shifted focus away from having by like every other month directs they need essentially four directs a year they might, need one in quarter four of their fiscal year which is january through march they need mm -hmm. one at e3 and then you have one around september they really only need three to four directs yeah. every year that's, that's or, what or just that's more than sufficient. We are still within those opening three months of the year where they can still detail spring and early summer, go to E3, detail the rest of summer, early fall, and then detail fall and early into the following year. That that's is more than I sufficient. For that, some that. reason, people continue pattern of, oh, well, January had a direct one year and February had a direct one year, and they cling to the patterns because, oh, well, this has happened in history. But the patterns do not mean something has to happen at that exact time every other year. So if you forego the patterns, Nintendo still has a whole nother month they can use in the month of March to have a direct in detail, April, May, June, and July. See, people talking about directs, I just mean gaming in general. 2020 gaming in general. No, yeah, yeah it's been very quiet. Well, I mean, that's it's <laughs> but, because of the new system. That's my point. Like, by the end of the year, man, like, there's going to be so much that happens this year in gaming. We're not oh, yeah, no, I know. Anymore. Oh, I know. I just mean right, right, like, in this moment right now, I'm like... Yeah, yeah, new Forza game, man. Nothing. Nothing's happening. 
Nothing. People played Darksiders Genesis for the first time this week. I mean, you guys played that new NASCAR game. We played that three good. months ago. <laughs> uh, I gotta pick up yeah. the PC version of, or the Xbox One X version. Hey man, it's a good time to get get your backlog all uh, straightened out. Again, backlog's never getting straightened out, dude. It's never <laughs> happening. See, but that's the, even the other thing. People say, oh, there's not a lot of new games coming out. You know, but there are games coming out. Yeah, they're not all AAA games. Darksider Genesis is coming. Devil May Cry 3 is coming out next week. There are games coming out. Yes, they're not the tier of Resident Evil 3 or Final Fantasy 7 Remake, but there are games. So we're basically just saying, oh, that high-quality indie game just isn't worth my attention because I have to wait the next new big thing. It's so why, that's uh, just insulting to the industry if yeah. we're just going to focus on the 10 major releases that come out each year. It's why people are overlooking Kunai and 3,000 Duels, man. <laughs> Well, it is, and I mean, I mean it's kind it of a, is. it's kind of a different conversation, though, because yeah. that's not that's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about what is Nintendo doing in the spring and the summer. I don't know, and I feel like considering that spring is right around the corner, I should know. I do realize there's. I just reviewed Darksiders Genesis today, which you should go watch at the end of this video. It's, it's, I plan on. It's coming though. So I, we're not like like I said. I, I would be on more a little bit more with what you're saying if it was past March. If it was past March, then I totally get it. But they went like Nate, like Nate was saying. We've had spring, which they usually do. They either do January, February, or March for a direct. Then they do E3 during the during the summer. Then they do the fall. It's we're still in that time frame. I don't understand what the point right. of like, getting so crazy and angry and people, not you in particular, but getting so angry about it and having to spam it online. Like that's not going to make it come any faster. That's not going to make Nintendo say something. That's not going to get all of a sudden, like make the direct better. There's really, there's, I kind of see it as pointless. I don't know, man. Enough people got angry and they announced got... Metroid early. So we've already established <laughs> yeah, and that. How, and how that work out. But I mean, like, I just think that getting angry and saying that we need to, we need to know, like, that's not going to make anything better. And Nintendo's going to announce it when they announce it. So I just, I don't really see it as anything that needs to, the direct, when the direct's ready, the direct will be ready. Like, that's just, that's just how it is. When yeah, so, Sony's I mean, going to announce the PS4 or the PS5, exactly. it's ready when it's ready. They're not, you getting, people getting mad online is not going to make them do it any quicker. You know. I mean, we can even look at Sony. This time last year, Sony was running interviews with Wired. They were talking about the PlayStation 5. They were doing all this preemptive announcing for the PlayStation 5 hardware, and they've gone silent. So now everyone's sitting there saying, well, Sony, what's going on with the PlayStation 5? Sony very easily could have waited eight months and done those exact same interviews. So all they did was because they were so far ahead of the game, and now they're just completely radio silent it has made this weird expectation aura in the air where everyone is sitting there on sitting on pins and needles waiting for what they're going to do nintendo can wait until basically early march they need six weeks of marketing for a game animal crossing is huge it's coming out in march and so you're not going to release a new game in the first two weeks of april because you're not going to put it that close to animal crossing so if they release a game the last friday of april you don't need a direct until the first or second week of March. If we don't have a direct by then, then you could sit there and say, well, maybe maybe Nintendo screwed up something. If they go into their end of the year fiscal forecast and their lineup for 2020 is still the same four games that are on there right now with TBA next to their names, then you can have some concerns. Until then, Nintendo has always had something in April, May, and June since the Switch launched. Yeah, it might be something like a Labo. It might be something weird, but they've always had those three months with something. We've had, what, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, Labo, Splatoon, ARMS. They always bring it. 
Pikmin so let's wait, wait, wait for them to actually uh, get to that point. Uh, so no. we'll maybe we'll maybe we'll have some more stuff to talk about <laughs> next next uh, next weekend on, on that front. Um, let's uh, let's go over to some of the super chats and we'll hit a Discord question before we move on to the PS5 because while well, you just talked about the PS5, Nate, we did get some information from uh, a source that was not Sony that we'll go over. Uh, Chris says, why couldn't Switch use Snapdragon 865 outside of money? Uh, most likely because NVIDIA had those X1s sitting around and Nintendo swooped in and said, we'll buy them. So that and uh, I assume the fact that NVIDIA is willing to work with them, especially you would you would uh, be familiar with this MVG. NVIDIA is willing to work with them with low level APIs and, and Unreal Engine support and all kinds of stuff. Developer yeah. tools. Yeah, the the X one is is totally fine uh, for for the time being and for the foreseeable future. Uh, Corsonic says this week I have been dealing with putting my new custom pre built PC together. It has a Ryzen five with a twenty sixty super GPU. I'm currently playing Tales of Bers- uh, Berseria on my new PC. Sean, that is basically the pre built PC that I sent over to you. That doesn't at- ha- it doesn't have a monitor though. <sighs> But you have a monitor. But that's the that's the, the, that's the, the all best. in one. The all in one here has a monitor. But that's the best it's all in one. one. You get to pick your own monitor. You don't have to settle for the LCD that they put in there. And I like you, this. you can get a wide screen monitor. You can get a you can you can ultra get a, wide you can curved. Oh, yeah, you can get an ultra Ooh. wide screen that takes up the whole desk, goes side to side. I have yeah. been watching on my Oculus Go. I've been watching movies with like the curved screen. Yeah. I love that. That's great. Uh, see, see, that's now we're getting great. somewhere. I told you that one I sent you was a good deal, man. And then you could just pick out your monitor since you're saving so much money on the build. And you and won't be on a and you won't, games that aren't coming out. Yeah, and you won't be no, on a I'm PC. Not, I'm, you, no, won't be I'm, on a, you won't be on I'm a PC not. that's from the Wii U era anymore. But I'm not going to be playing games on the PC. I mean, you can. you can. No, no, really. no, 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 no. You can. You could be playing. You could have tried out Temtem. No, 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 no. <laughs> what are you, a console elitist? Uh, it's fine. You Cody, can't handle Cody PC says. Gaming. Cody says, "Who wins the Daytona 500 tomorrow?" Dick can trickle. Anyone, can anyone answer? Coming this back, me. I used to, dude. I once went. Okay, let me tell you a story. Oh, so we had just moved to North Carolina um, as my fam, like in my family, and one of the um, my dad was working for Boston Chicken. And one of the managers at one of the Boston Chickens was like, hey, I've got tickets to a NASCAR race. Do you and your son want to come? And I was like, yeah, sure. And so I had watched like a little NASCAR on TV, but like I didn't know anything about it. So we went to this race and it it was seriously one of the most terrifying experiences of my life. And I've been through <laughs> some terrifying shit. You peed on a wall. The bathroom was just a wall, and there was a little grate on the bottom, and that's where you peed. There was all these drunk, toothless rednecks. No disrespect to rednecks, but the drunk, toothless ones can't get a bit insane. And, like, these people were like, I want you to fucking die at the wall and die. They're, like, spilling beer all over me. Everyone's screaming. I'm like, what? where am I? As we're leaving, and, of course, you can't hear anything when you're leaving. Yeah, we're walking, leave, yeah, we're walking through the parking lot, and... um some guy's like driving up his car and this dude is just walking he's like hey you son of a bitch and he takes his beer can he just smashes it on this dude's hood and the dude gets out and they just start like fighting like right in front of us they actually knocked me down and ch- it was it was terrifying that's the ambiance people say they like man dude that that was crazy like i've been through some crazy stuff but that was definitely crazy 
I like an answer in the chat. Who's going to win Daytona 500? A car. Not wrong. Right, there we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> that is a good answer. Uh, Melvin Moss says, uh, MVG being a regular makes me happy. Thanks, Melvin. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. Thank you. Wishbone says, Spartan console will outsell next-gen Neo Geo Atari VCS. I mean, they all have about the same chance of coming out. <laughs> hey, that Atari VCS is coming, man. <laughs> so is Christmas. Yeah, so is Christmas. I was supposed to get that in December. December, right? It is It is February, but all right. What's coming first, the, the Direct or my Atari VCS? No, the Direct. The Direct can come in December, and it'll be here before your Atari VCS. <laughs> oh, Unless Nintendo man. cancels the Directs of 2020. Nintendo oh, man. cancel all Directs, then the, then the whole the whole internet would explode. That's Could you imagine if Nintendo came out at their next fiscal, at the fiscal year report, and they said, we're doing no more Directs. We're just going to have our E3 Tokyo Game Show keynote, and we're going to do no more Directs, how people would go crazy for 12 months. No, because they would have to talk about games still. No, they would still cool. talk about the games. They're not going to announce and only talk about games at one event or two events. Also, but that'd be weird. You never know when they... those tweets are coming. That would be that would be take weird. Take a day off work to watch Twitter. That would be weird, Nate, because that means they'd be throwing away one of the best marketing events in like gaming. Well, it was a brilliant marketing event. And also, why? Also, let me ask you a question, Nate. Why would they just do E3 if E3 is not going to be around for much longer? It'll just be when E3 is still around. Oh, I see that transition. Then they'll change. A char tube says PlayStation Five over five hundred dollars or Tony or Sony taking a hit in the wallet. We'll actually talk about that pretty soon. Char tube. Mm, yeah, that's in a good topic, topic. man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rob the Butcher says, hey, guys, so Master Chief Collection on PC is legit, really awesome. What Sony Collection remasters too? would you like to see come to PC? <laughs> I'll say for shooters, I'd like to see Resistance. Imagine the yes. Resistance games come as yeah. a collection. That'd be really, really cool to PC. Um, otherwise, there's Sly Cooper. Sly Cooper. I would take yeah. the Uncharted Collection on PC. <laughs> that would be cool. That'd be good I'll to see. i the games, including the Vita one, which was average but i would take that too <laughs> what about the god of war games on psp that'd be, Ooh, that'd be good to see that i would love Remake. to see god of war in general on pc just see like a video card like a 2080 take that thing that'd be crazy god of war i remember god of war 3 looked incredible back then. oh yeah like they, oh it yeah it still does look still, incredible yeah it still looks even on the just like not even the remastered version just the the regular god of war 3 looks amazing uh, I want the whole man. Infamous series on PC. Oh, Infamous would be good. That'd be yeah, That'd be that's cool. a good one. Good pick. Uh, no, Matthew, sure. Matthew says shout out the uh, shout out not for sale not for resale documentary. It's great. I have not seen it yet, but I haven't seen it yet either. Yeah, yep, I heard. I heard it's it was pretty good. good. Uh, okay, Sean's mom says so many handsome men on the cast. Thank you, mom. <laughs> Appreciate okay. it. Thanks, mom. <laughs> Christian says, I just bought a PSP. That is a good purchase. The PSP good is an awesome up. system. Make sure um, you, games. you are most likely going to uh, hack it, I assume. So, uh, I don't know. MVG, do you have a video for that already? Uh, well, I thought you, one of you guys did a video because I, I, like, I followed one of I think Sean put a video out on it like years ago. He did. I hacked my PSP Go. That's right. Yeah, yeah, You did it. Check them out. (laughs) Uh, Oh, Blurpy24 says, hey, John, are you ever going to do a follow-up to the video of the Ask Anything video where you told us about your life story? Uh, Possibly. 
we might do that an updated one a year from now or something maybe like a five-year thing for the channel just another two years to go uh young young oj pe says video game violence causes real life violence i don't think i don't think you can prove that well i mean maybe i did want to hit somebody with the skateboard back in the day on like the bart simpson arcade like i did smack somebody oh. with, the, with the skateboard so i mean it might be real i don't know twist says where do you guys go out on first dates it's called my place <laughs> RG, do you, you gotta go earn, out? You got to earn that restaurant date, all right? If I'm spending you gotta, money, you got to earn that shit. And you got to bring him Depends. food, too. Man, you gotta, <laughs> I'll, I'll be a dead honest. It depends on how good looking they were. <laughs> oh, man. You, if, she, if she's really hot, maybe I'll splurge for Arby's on the first date. Arby's, <laughs> Arby's is hot. I mean, Arby's is expensive. That's high quality fast food. There. High quality fast food. <laughs> uh, okay. I would take him to right. Flame Broil like a chicken bull plate. <laughs> Wow, okay. No one in the chat listen to anyone on this podcast with Hey. <laughs> oh, oh man. Wow. Uh most I assume most people just go to the movie theaters nowadays, although that's a boring oh, first date though, because you don't get to talk. Yeah, what yeah, are you gonna do? Just, like, you just get, talk and get to know the person. If you're going to a movie theater, you already failed. That's like, advice that's what you did in high school, man. And you yeah, just did it so that you had a place to like go in the back rose and you know do whatever <laughs> what do you mean do whatever do what explain stuff <laughs> yeah sean I mean, what do you do on a first date in the back row of a movie theater i mean hold hands hold <laughs> hands another song yeah. okay yeah. hold hands holding uh, something oh man uh, man uh, uh john john burkett says a link to the past is the best one i'd say that is correct let him know john. phantom hourglass uh mana entertainment says <laughs> nintendo what did nintendo <laughs> Did you just say Phantom Hourglass is the best Zelda? This is what this is what uh, this is what Jordan does, dude. Don't worry about it. It's the best one. Just just listen. The best one, on. man. <laughs> just move on. Top tier. Sometimes uh, you, had to, you had to close the top screen to stamp something on. It was great. Mana Entertainment says Nintendo is waiting to own Sony and Microsoft, right, Nate? What? <laughs> I just read it. How are they? How the they whole direct, whole directing. What was, what was the question? Uh, Nintendo is waiting to own Sony and Microsoft, right, Nate? Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, Metroid Prime Trilogy at Game Awards 2018, which was a historical, <laughs> amazing event, uh, saying biggest surprise announcement from Nintendo in 2020. That would be Metroid Prime Trilogy. Next question. <laughs> biggest surprise announcement with Nintendo from Nintendo in 2020. Switch Pro. <laughs> <laughs> I second that. I will say uh, partnership with Microsoft for another game, right? That would be the big surprise. Oh, that'd be a surprise. They've talked about it for a year. What are you talking your about? Your no surprises are just as bad as your dating advice. No one, no one said it. No one. <laughs> Nate's extra cranky. <laughs> John's been married for like 20 years. I was going to say, so. hold on a minute. Hold on Dude's a minute. legit been married forever. So, I mean, He's got course. kids to prove it, too. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, been my, so advice, my advice uh, my advice worked so <laughs> you went to the movies on your first date this man was eight years old at the movie theater like yep Dude, right here, <laughs> your first date your first date you're i assume you're young right me i on think your first first date my first first yes, date your first first date you don't count middle school as like dating you, you, i you, did 
Why? That doesn't count. You're a cow. Oh, yeah, it does. That's when you build up your skills, man. What are you talking? That's when you level up. No, if you want to, if you want a good, no, no, if you want a good, if you want a good first date, all right, if you want a good actual first date, you either go mini golfing or you go bowling. Mm, you go to an arcade too. That's why I don't. I have it an doesn't. Well, put it on. Okay, don't go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> There's an axe throwing place near here. It sounds like it's a pretty good okay, place to go. Yeah. To. yeah, we just got one. Yeah, this you chopped your ass up. This oh, is crazy. Gosh. We just go to a lot of those places. I need to check it out soon. Axe throwing is a good time. You should, you guys should check it out if you haven't done it. Uh, Colin says, I kind of like a slow beginning of the year. It gives me opportunity to play games for my backlog instead of planning around new games. Nothing now that. that is a good philosophy. There you go. Um, Creep says, when's the podcast coming to Spotify? We're working on that, right, Evan? Yeah. I got, I'm, I, I'm People really want the podcast on Spotify. I'm going to message Austin again. I got to find that thing that he told us about last time that I completely okay. forgot about. Cool. Uh, Blurpy said, Blurpy24 then says, want new games with uh, nine exclamation points. Uh, Review Tech USA says, I I'm watching the stream naked while drinking a seltzer. Real question is, what flavor is that seltzer? The, the I, got, thing is, I got tangerine. That, it's just seltzer that water. That was really him, too. No, no, that I was know. In... Yeah, it's definitely rich. Yeah, that that is, that is something rich with type. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just I saw, I saw there was him no... in the chat. I'm just disappointed there was no cucumbers with that seltzer. That's the only I thing I'm the... disappointed. <laughs> he, was, he was talking about GeForce Now, which is an awesome experience until Activision rolled in and slapped him down. That's uh, crazy. Yeah. Now, GeForce Now is good. People should check it out. People should check it out. Um, but uh, thanks, Rich, you for know, coming by. I, Appreciate I, it. I, I don't mind that Activision did that. I know this is a little controversial, but, you know, if if you're going to put your games on a streaming service, then they have to play the way that you expect them to play. And if there's any deviation away from that because of lag or... And Call of Duty is a... You know, it, it requires, like, split-second reactions... I'm okay with Activision saying, you know what? No, this is not the right. What if they What this. if they put it on Stadia though? I mean, why would they do that? <laughs> well, they they have a partnership with them for esports. I I can't see Call of Duty going on Stadia, <laughs> dude. Honestly, that is gonna be an interesting day if they ever announce that. Because then I would I would look at this move and be like, ah, uh, okay, okay, I see, I see what's saying. Because remember, Stadia said they're gonna do some uh, timed exclusives, right? I mean, mm. they're getting they're getting Panzer Dragoon and they get all those other games that they announced the five new games. Okay. Oh gosh, <laughs> oh man, Stadia's timed Dragoon, man. exclusive is existence. I mean, <laughs> Pans I mean, Panzer Dragoon. I feel like is a game most people want to get physically because there's a lot of people who want to collect that game. Yeah. Since it's coming back so uh, i don't know uh it'd be strange to buy it streaming but this hasn't been a physical edition announced what wasn't there i know i thought they did no i think they did no. yeah they said that yeah they did they did it on twitter they said they have intentions of looking into it but they have not no, yet signed I, a thought company. They, I thought they did i thought they said the publisher am i thinking wrong on that i thought they said that they were doing a physical copy of it I'm pretty sure you cor you're correct on that. Yeah, I, I, I think he's right. Uh, I, I, the last I remember was they were saying that they were looking into the physical, but they yeah, didn't really. Yeah, because I messaged Sean. Anything. I was like, yo, we got to get this thing physically. They're going to do it. I thought I remember messaging Sean about it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did mm. have that conversation. We'll have, look, we'll have to look for that tweet just to well, see. Well, obviously, if, if... I mean, to be, to be fair, though, obviously something is happening with that game because it was supposed to – you know, it looked like it was going to be a 2019 release. Then information kind of went right, quiet Nate's, on it. Nate's laughing because that that <laughs> thing is struggling with its development, apparently. But yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
uh blurpy 24 says nate didn't know how to read gaming magazines what oh i <laughs> i'm reading them as they come in here okay <laughs> yeah i have a feeling that i read your comment it's probably not even written in correct english so well, then blurpy says uh nate people are happy with what they have we just love games and we are excited to know what is coming up gives us something to look forward to you should probably look forward to something else in life beyond a new video game release. Hey, wow! Hey, it's fun to look forward to video game. Re- you know how long I've been looking forward to uh, Metroid Prime 4? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as long as I've been looking forward to Metroid Prime Trilogy on the Switch. It's coming. Hey, man, it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. You guys, it's definitely good to, like, look forward to stuff, you know? Like, it, it's definitely good. It's just... Like you just don't gotta be all crazy about it. Just when the announcement's ready, it's ready. I mean, there's also something called patience, too. You know, like that, and that's also something that people need to understand. Nah, hey, you gotta keep hey. looking forward to the unknown. Hey, like 50 games a week release on that eShop. All right, so yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's endless amount of content right there, <laughs> including oh, games oh. like Super Speedway. Which oh, dude, that's one of the best <laughs> games compared to some of the stuff I've seen on that eShop. Oh man, there are some. There are some games on there. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, Quiet Lion Gaming says, I'm with Sean on this one. Nothing wrong with wanting to know what games are coming, and the games don't need to be out tomorrow. Much love, y'all. All See, right, that's such an interesting dynamic. Yeah, because I'm, I'm not a fan of announcing games, and then like it's coming out like a year or two later, or like it's coming <clears> out. I'm not a fan of that. I'd rather have it to where they announce Like how but they did I, Resident Evil 3. Yes. Like, they gave a four-month advance notice. Why is that a problem? Or like Astral Chain, or like you know other games that have came out closer. I'm 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 just not a fan of like okay, this game so for two three years like like Final Fantasy VII remake. It's like dude, we didn't need that announcement five years ago. Like <laughs> like we didn't need that announcement. Or like Kingdom Hearts three. The game came out in 2019. They announced in 2013. Like we didn't. Well, we didn't it does sound like it does sound like Final Fantasy VII had some weird development issues. It did. Wasn't it but, like restarted? Yeah, CyberConnect attempted it, and it was uh, it was restarted. Well, I think did they start in like the Luminous Engine, and then they yeah. It sounds like they were all over the place trying to decide how they were going to do it, and uh... so like they should announce it like not they should announce it like when it's actually they figured out everything and the game's playable and it's ready to go. Like not. I almost wonder if Sony was like with them on it, and they were like, "Hey, we want to get this thing announced at E3. Can can we get that done? Like you know, maybe some pressure from Sony." If you remember that year that Sony announced it, they were they didn't have anything that year like coming out like everything was like for the following year or the year after that like they weren't really doing anything for that for the current year that's all i can think of is maybe they were like hey let's 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 get this out there let's push this um i think they kind of did the same thing with shenmue 3 a bit too yeah that was the e3 of dreams is this the year that Shen Megami Tensei Five actually releases, or <laughs> yeah, what about that game? <laughs> game <was announced. laughs> they, they, Atlas say they were going to share news on that like last year, and then they're just like, it's still in development. They mm. they basically said it like in an interview. It was like a New Year's develop, like New Year's like resolutions for developers for Japanese developers. Like, yeah, we're still working on Shin Megami Tensei Five, you know, so think, we're working hard on that. Do you so think Nintendo was, was like, yo, let's get this thing announced at our big, you know, Switch showcase? Dude, and Atlas always announces crap like ten years in advance, uh, so I that guess. just might be Atlas being Atlas because like Persona Five was announced so many years in advance that was also i mean that was a good spot for atlas to announce it on their end because they're like oh we can put it on a spot where there's gonna be a ton of eyes for a game that might not get that kind of attention later on might as well do it now i guess yeah uh, i mean we still talk At- about it so atlas is like they did the same thing with like what's that game um where you uh catherine 
They announced it like before it even came out. Dude, they announced it like years before, like a remake. Yeah. It's, not, like, it's not even like a brand new game. It was a remake. <laughs> uh, oh, Blur P24. Now I understand why Nate doesn't show his face. Hashtag Nate the hate. What does that even mean? <laughs> uh, uh, Playtendo World says only ones complaining about drought and one of the direct are the ones who only have one platform aka the switch there are lots of good games coming to be fair like i said dragon ball z kakarot that was like that's all i've really like that's the only big game i think come out in the past six weeks right i think it's i think it's lots of, i think there's a there's 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 people on both sides so i think there's uh, people that are multi I, I mean people on the playstation right now are like ps5 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 people on nintendo right now are like direct 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 yeah. um so it's yeah mm. Andy Ackerman just says, uh, gents, Andy, good to see you here. Good to see you here. Uh, I think we'll we'll uh, come back to the super chats. Evan, do we have one Discord question before we talk about the PS5? Uh, let's see if anybody can answer this one. Anyone have the 8-bit Doe M30? The Sega Doe M30. That is the, that is the control. Yeah, it's the Sega. That's the Genesis mm. control pad. Yeah. I got yeah. the M30. Anyone use it? Yeah. What do you guys think? Yeah. <laughs> I think the D-pad's good. I think it's a solid uh, controller, and you can also use it for, because uh, depending on the port that you have it for it will also work for the uh what am i i'm spacing right now uh mvg the nice the, the nice uh system you're talking about the mega sg yes the sg yeah, thank yeah, you yeah. it will work for that uh and if you have the usb adapter it will also work on pc because it'll yeah. connect through bluetooth um and i like it it is a solid solid um controller I, the d-pad's good though i like the d-pad on it i have a little bit of a different take than that so okay. i i got two of them mm -hmm. one of my d-pads completely is busted um oh, so wow. I okay. they replaced it so i was a little concerned about the mm -hmm. quality but i feel like it was just a an isolated incident because the other one that i have is totally fine and the replacement they gave me has been fine for about like almost a year now so it's it's they're pretty good I still prefer the um, SN30 Pro Plus, the one that Jordan just held up. I prefer that one still for all of them because it'll work the same way. But that one, M30, has more of a Genesis layout. And uh, if you like that layout, I think it's fine for the price. I think it's like a $25 or $30 controller also, if I'm not mistaken. It's not like an expensive – like that That one that you have – the one that uh, Jordan held up is like I think a $60 controller, I think. Yeah, so uh, that one's a bit cheaper than 30 um, with the Genesis layout. So that's if you're on a kind of a budget with that, that's the one I'd pick up. Okay. Yeah, uh, let's go over to the PS5, the PS5, PlayStation 5. We may have found out about the cost. And this is interesting because Nate and MVG, you guys were on the $500 wagon for the game for the game system. For the I, still I still am. I still am. Still am. Okay, so we had a report out of Bloomberg from uh, our good buddy uh, Takashi Machizuki, who has been around. We've been talking about him for a while. Uh, he, he did reporting up up through the Switch's release when it was just the NX, and he had some weird takes on it, but then he had some correct takes as well. Uh, like I, I'm trying to remember if he was the one that pointed out USB-C before a lot of people did. Uh, but I also know there was a report from him that said it'd be like 1440p or something. So it was, it was all over the place. But he does seem to have uh, ties to manufacturing, supply line, and uh, any companies that will be providing specifically RAM. That seems to be what he's able to uh, get a hold of, I guess, or find out more information about. But they priced it at, according to him, with their sources and people with knowledge of the uh, them actually manufacturing the PS5, $450 would be the cost of the parts. That wouldn't include logistics, which I guess would be also shipping if they decide to add in marketing per cost of system or anything else. Uh, $450 is 
currently the price and they just describe it as them struggling with the pricing and the parts because of cell phone manufacturers is that is it strange to anyone that the galaxy s20 and apple's phones and stuff would be affecting that because uh in 2018 samsung sold approximately 300 million devices that's no, just in one year they had the shortages it was in 2018 the switch did yes with Apple. switch yeah so that doesn't seem surprising it would happen again right but i mean people look at the switches you know being like a like a portable device as well i don't people don't seem to make the connection between a home console and a cell phone but they still pull ram from these manufacturers you know like there are only so many manufacturers that do nand the flash memory all of that so they all, they all have to come from somewhere and it seems like because of just phones in general i mean if you think what, what was what phones were out in 2013 because there were a lot of people putting out charts and all kinds of information and obviously cell phone sales have jumped heavily since then but it's almost like it's getting a bit crowded and sony's trying to i still think they wanted this thing at 400 dollars. i think they desperately like wasn't, they desperately wanted at 400. wasn't the report that 450 to manufacture this right That's right it's looking at 450 right now. in terms of parts to manufacture yeah so materials yeah so it looks like they're really trying to see if they can get that at that price. And I think that with all the stuff that's been going on with Sony, right, all the different change in management and everything, it seems like there is some panic kind of going on a little bit, right? I mean, it, it just it just kind of feels that way. They're like, man, like if we don't get this at a certain price, you know, obviously Japan is nowhere near the market that they used to have it at. Microsoft is coming pretty strong with the Xbox Series X. And it looks like Microsoft is going to have two systems, right? We've talked about that before. So I think they're feeling maybe some pressure, but um, I think it's going to be 500, man. I don't think they can get this thing if under 500. Maybe, I mean, will they go like the order out and maybe like a 450? I mean, I know that's maybe a marketing nightmare, but maybe they do that. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, I almost feel like they... I don't think Sony wants to lose money on this thing either, though. That's the thing. I don't think they want to drop and lose money on everyone they sell. It's a game console, right? I mean, don't they traditionally lose money in, and make it up in sales? Well, this, all right, so I, I, pulled up, uh, I pulled up how much money. Okay, so they were able to ship and create the PS4 for roughly $381. Mm -hmm. They sold so it at they 400 so they sold um, it at a profit. That, it, it, it's small profit, but they still so sold it for a profit. they build the PS5 at 450 and sell it for 500 right yes they will well, it would be a little more than that like um takashi said it would be 470 to 480 or so somewhere in there there's also uh margin for the retailers which i do know the ps4 when we bought it was roughly 397 dollars per that we'd buy it so we'd actually lose money because we'd have to pay for shipping too so we would actually lose money on ps4s if we bought them brand new um and of course the idea there is we're going to sell you this we're going to sell you controller we're going to sell you like three games and we'll make money there um but if it's 450 to make it they're gonna sell it for 500 dollars, basically yeah um and it's odd because now they're looking at microsoft they they are apparently talking about waiting for microsoft's pricing before they talk about their pricing that that, they did that it before. is it yeah before they seemed to it was before it was very calculated they had every those slides pop up and it's like used games can play on this thing right it's like and they have the the price that was a hundred dollars less than microsoft this is like a this is a different this is a different launch of these systems now compared to 2013 what were you what were you it's, about to say nate it's complex because if microsoft well let's say if microsoft right now the build materials based on just some 
tweets that analysts have put out is generally saying Microsoft's build materials are a little more pricey than the PlayStation 5 for the Series X. So Microsoft's in a position where they can, they'll probably take a loss. I also have, um, real quick, just so, just, so have, just so you have all the information, I also have uh, the Xbox One X cost $441 of parts for Microsoft to build, and they sold it at 500 Go on. Just yeah, so we have so that info right, out there, too. Right now, it seems like the high point for the Series X was about 510 based on the cost of manufacturing right now. So it's not enough that Microsoft's going to jump to $600. So they'll probably go for 500 And this is where Sony is probably watching Microsoft and trying to feel out where they're going to go with the price is that... On paper, the Series X is going to come in as a more powerful piece of hardware than the PlayStation 5. Now, it may just be a minuscule amount in some area, but it's going to be something that Sony is there aware of, and Microsoft is going to shout from the rooftops that we yes. are the better piece of hardware. So Microsoft can take a loss, and if Sony comes in at $500, because I don't see them taking a, you know, potentially a $50 to $70 hit on the PS5 with a $400 price, is that now Sony doesn't really look competitive one-to-one. Microsoft has the better hardware. You're priced at the same. And then you have the wild card, which is Lockhart, that could come in at, let's say, 350 Maybe $400, maybe Microsoft goes crazy and somehow get it for $300. Overall, Microsoft is in the power position. Sony is kind of saying, if we price ourselves exactly the same as the Series X, knowing we are the lesser hardware, we're not in a good position. We come in at $400. Well, Microsoft has three points of entry. They have PC, they have low end with Lockhart, and they have high end with Series X. Sony has one point of entry, and it's just the PS5. So Sony's pricing game has to be on point. They can't make the mistake that they did with the PS3 and come in high and kind of leave people underwhelmed because then they don't have anywhere else to go. Microsoft can actually take the gamble with the Series X and say, hey, we can actually try $500 and match Sony, take the hit, or they can even get really risky if they feel like going crazy and say, we're going to go $600 because we have Lockhart to kind of offset some of this. We know people are going to going to adopt to the lower skew. I mean, that's, that is a hypothetical I, think, I don't see happening. I, Microsoft yeah. is going to come in one-to-one with the ps5 and they're gonna say we're the better hardware we're matching you on shelves at the price beat us with your games and microsoft they're gonna have game pass day one you have a game pass subscription already you have the access to your xbox one 360 some original xbox games and microsoft first party games on the series x right there you don't even have to buy anything sony you have to buy some of these cross-gen releases so microsoft Mm. just seems like they're in a position where Sony really has to wait and see how Microsoft's going to act. Because one wrong move by Sony, Microsoft's going to capitalize on it. Okay, let, let's, let's, let's cut the BS, right? <laughs> PS4 sold 100 million consoles. Are you telling me that Sony has no idea how to price the Sony PlayStation 5 and they're waiting for Microsoft? Do you really believe that rumor? Because I don't think that's yes. real, man. Well, they, I, I they, said it, they, said it, they said it to their investors. They did say it to the investors. They said we're looking at uh, competition in the in the space right now to how we should take this price and how we should uh, how we should price the system, basically. Uh, mm-hmm. And it was weird to hear that from them. And I was like, what? What are they talking about? They're the market leader. And then I don't know if 
Mashizuki took that and was like, oh, let me see if I can extrapolate and, you know, but I, it, it seems strange a bit right now, but are they really looking at Microsoft think, like that? I Sony's think we're not going to have that mistake where Microsoft's going to come out with a connect. They're not, they, Microsoft's not going to give they them that. Of, yeah, oh, they're that not going to come out and say, bad. you can't play used games. Sony capitalized on every misstep Microsoft made with the Xbox One. Microsoft isn't making any mistakes right now based on what we know. But what's the harm if Sony announces the PS5 tomorrow at 499? That's that's what most of us are expecting. So right. why why would they wait for Microsoft to come out with their pricing or with their cuz I think Sony is hoping I think Sony is still hoping Microsoft sets the bar high it's, they can undercut it. Like, I have a feeling in Sony's mind Lockhart isn't a thing. They're like we're just competing with the Series X the high-end hardware and if microsoft's sitting there with this stu this the two skew approach i think right now i think sony just got caught off guard kind of like sony caught microsoft off guard with the ps4 and the xbox one generation microsoft caught sony off guard this time but sony doesn't hmm. really have anywhere to pivot they're yeah, just kind of like, but it's I also think... a very different landscape from then to now though from the last time you know, Microsoft went up Sony to when Sony went up Microsoft. You know, Microsoft as a company is nothing, as far as the video game company is concerned, is really very different than they were, you know, five to 10 years ago. You know what's where... weird? You know what's weird is what they were trying to describe in 2013, like you're saying, Sean, is basically what they are now to a degree. Right. I mean, there's no used games on Game Pass. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, I think I think Microsoft is is way more concerned with services and games as a service and subscription services than necessarily hardware sales. So I don't, you know, if if like if like um, MVG said, if Sony were to come out tomorrow and say the system's going to be five hundred dollars, I don't see why that would be a big deal because the Series X is not going to be under five hundred dollars. So if they're at the same price. What does it come down to? It comes down to the games. What games do you want to play? Do you want to play yep. the games that Microsoft is offering you or the games that Sony is offering you? Another yeah. tactic would be to come in aggressively at a, like, I'm not saying they're going to do a 399, but let's say they came in at 399. Then it's back in Microsoft's court to really come up with something competitive. You That's know what true. I'm saying? That's true. Let's just say they start cutting things out and they're like, you know what? We're just going to go for 400. We're going to go yeah. try to win on price. And what if Microsoft is caught off guard and they announce a $600 system and Sony announces a $400 system? I do agree that right now all the momentum is with uh, Microsoft. Um, and Sony, for some reason or another, has kind of stumbled in recent times with you know what, what they're doing. And... I guess that's really what the the big question is: why 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 that's happening? Well, there was that uncertainty. I mean, we saw we still don't know what happened with Sean Layden. Yep. There was they shifted people around with uh, what's it, then, uh, the the guy that was with Network Services. He got moved up up to head of PlayStation. They moved him down and took Jim Ryan and put him at the top. And they basically shifted positions. They've moved a lot of people around recently, so it, it does seem a bit strange going into this generation with stuff kind of feeling. I would I would say uh, uncertain at times. I don't know. It's very weird right now with Sony. Yeah. It's very strange. You just got to be patient for Sony's announcements. <laughs> oh, I mean, they're going to I think they're going to I think when they do announce it, I think they're going to be some cool stuff. Like, I think I think Bluepoint is going to have a pretty cool thing to show. And, uh, you know, they'll have some good first party stuff. So I think I think Sony will be ready. 
Um, but I, I will say what would get me though, MBG, because I, I keep hearing people say it's impossible. If that PS5 is fully backwards compatible, I mean, no. they got it, man. They no. and they they could announce it at 500, and it would be less powerful than the Series X, and I'd still be like, no. Man, uh, the, Ubisoft, the Ubisoft CEO, I mean, <laughs> his comment was taken um can be interpreted in many different ways i guess yeah no, we were talking yeah. about that too yeah but you can I mean, read that comment any way you want about max compatibility i'm not even talking about that i just mean in general if that was like their big reveal and it was like you just play all generations of playstation under this one system i'd be like yeah you know what okay it's 500 it sounds good to me just let me download metal gear solid 4 on this thing I don't, see see that, that's yeah. all i want i want to play that game but i do not want Wait, to dig said, out my heavy you, you want to download it not not play it I well I I have <laughs> shut up I, I, like I have the disc I just don't want to take out my PS4 and deal with the freaking load times and the fan it sounds like it's gonna take Why off and fly out of YouTube video of the the uh, graveyard uh, opening intro because I could I could watch that all day <laughs> I love that game so much oh man you know they put it on uh you know uh they managed to emulate it like almost perfectly on PC now Sean. Yeah, that, is that going to work on my all-in-one Dell right here? I no, I, I linked there. you to a PC that will play it. <laughs> oh, really? You can play it. Yep. <laughs> the one that I linked you to, it um, it'll it'll play. But it. I wouldn't that I wouldn't technically be a PC gamer then, right? No, because you you own the PS3 game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're good to go then, because the 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 emulator is completely open source. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, it's straight up. As long as you own the game, you're pretty much free and clear. Yeah. You could they, actually the PS3 uh, emulator's been uh, doing some pretty good work there. I'm sure MBG's kept an eye on that thing. Yep. Uh, and they they uh, they've done a pretty good job with the Wii U uh, emulator, I think too. Also open source. Uh, uh, Simu so. is is ridiculously good now. Yeah. As long as you own the game. Yep. There you go. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. Of course. Yes. <laughs> uh, but the um, the PS5 man, it's gonna be so interesting to see that price get announced in that event. Um, and you know what? It looks like uh, people are still begging for that February reveal. It's, I, it's not happening. I don't think it's happening. I, yeah, I don't think it's happening either. either. I, I think that statement they made, I think it was last week about, hey, just give us a little bit more yeah. time. We're not, we're not quite ready. I don't even know if it's going to be March. It might be April. For me, that mm-hmm. I, I interpret that as February is not happening. Anything else is not off the table yet. But mm. whatever that is, we don't know. Mm. Maybe March then. We'll see. Because they're not going to be at E3. So it's either before or after E3, then I guess after. So um, let's. Uh, after let's E3. To... Holy shit. No, no, no. no they're, yeah, they're no, for... that's plenty of time. <laughs> they, got, they got, what, four months to the holiday I'm talking, season? Plenty Nate, I'm of talking time. About, I'm talking about their price reveal. Like they're going to have another event, I assume, for their price reveal, maybe other games, like a state of play. You think so? I think they'll do everything. No, all they'll do everything one. right at once. Yeah. Really? You think they're going to do the price reveal before E3? They'll do it at the. They'll probably do it at the initial event. Yeah. Before you think they're going to do because Microsoft's not going to talk about Series X pricing until E3. If Sony really tries to afford that much time, all then that all that proves is that they're actually highly concerned about what Microsoft is up to. And Microsoft will know that and they'll play into that. Microsoft is the company who, if they really want to sit there and say, we'll take a $100 loss on the Series X just to screw Sony, Microsoft can do it. They have infinite money. Here's what, what I think. Here's what I think Sony's going to do. Uh-huh. I think they're going to they're gonna ship the system out to retailers and they're going to be like, charge oh as much God. as you can get for it. 
And then so, be like yeah. haggling like a car. <laughs> what? That would I'll be wild. You pay for this PS5. $200. Nope, can't have it. Gotta I go higher. Go this this lady over here said 250 I thought you were going to say, Sean, that they were going to ship it out to retailers ahead of time before the reveal, and then they would say it's available today. And no, then that, go buy it. No, that, that was a Sega sort of tried that with the that Sega thing, Saturn. Dude, that, no, no, no. It worked too that well. thing would, there's no, that thing would leak like crazy. There was oh, yeah. no way it would make it to that reveal release date. Oh, man. Uh, All right, Jordan's taking too long. I guess he's dropping a deuce. I got to pee. I'll be right back. Okay, uh, Evan, you have, have a Discord question? Uh, it's kind of in well, the same vein. Do you think this. Microsoft and Sony made a mistake by announcing their new consoles more than a year in advance, causing lost game sales? I thought both companies were pretty clear that most of the games now are going to be compatible anyway. So I don't... here's here's the way I see it. If if your um if your systems are fully backwards compatible, your games will still sell the same. Like if you're like the PS5 is gonna play all the same PS4 games because they made sure to tell us that or like you asked me back compatible. Mm. If I buy Last of Us Part Two now and play it on my mm. PS4 Pro, it'll then just play on my PS5 if I want to revisit it, right? I think the sales were already dipping. So I mean, on the system, on the systems, yes. Like they were yeah. gonna dip anyway. Yeah, game sales and like game sales. If people got a PS4, they're gonna they're gonna buy it on the PS4. Most people. Yeah, this is wait. what then? Is it the ninth year or the? Seven. For this current one, seven. Oh, sorry, seven, going, seven, going into sorry. the seventh year. Going yeah. into this. Yeah, it's 2013 when they came out in uh, 2013 November. If people want to buy the games, they'll buy them. If they don't, then they'll just, you know, I don't think there's really much of a game sales. I mean, lost. how many more you know. PS4s can you sell if you've sold a hundred and what, six million of them or something? Like, how? Yeah. Who, I feel like most of us have a PS4 at this point. It's reached the saturation point. Same goes. I mean, Microsoft reached it a while ago, but they both reached the saturation point where it doesn't really matter. Um, yeah. And I think like even like uh, it didn't really affect stuff like like let's say The Last of Us last generation with the PS3 that came yeah. out I think it came out like after they announced and that wasn't even the, backwards compatible they had to re-release that game <laughs> yeah they had to re and people still went out there and purchased uh, The Last of Us and per people were still purchasing three PS3s for what it was at that point so no nah, I mean they they know they have a good they have a good uh like they know what's going on they see their sales and every single like year on year ps4 has been dipping like it's just been dipping and dipping xbox yeah. doesn't even announce their sales so nah they they know and they, they know that it's coming mm -hmm. to an end here generations okay uh let's go over to uh e3 actually some e3 news jiff keely is not repeat not going to be attending e3 he's not gonna be hosting because he was doing e3 coliseum and this is the first time since e3 has uh, has been a thing that he is not going, which would mean it'd be 25 years then. That okay. is... That is strange. Is it? Oh, I mean, he's still he, doing games keeps, Yeah, he keeps semi-hinting that it's for and, reasons of something he yeah, knows did behind you, did the Did you scenes. see a lot of the stuff that he was explaining behind the scenes that he wasn't comfortable yeah, the ESA with ESA is a disaster. Okay, see? Now we're talking, Nate. Now you're, you're telling us ESA is a mess. It's not a good company. They haven't been a good company in years. It's about time people finally stood up to them and said, we're not tolerating your crap I, anymore. I think the problem we have, though, is the ESA, okay, you're looking at this, you're saying bad, bad company, all that, right? But a lot of people still look at E3 and really like E3, the event, the symbol, you know, E3, but the ESA then leaks everyone's information last year. Uh, so the ESA is a problem, but E3 itself is still something everyone looks forward to every year for gaming. 
So we're at this weird situation where there's conflict behind the scenes, but gamers still want E3. Well, that's the thing. Gamers want E3, but it's publishers and such are looking to YouTube and Twitch and digital events like a direct style presentation and hosting their own events like State of Play or PSX. And they are going to evaluate whether or not the ESA is giving them enough enough product for the amount of money it is costing them it was and, it's in, it's interesting like you're saying right now nate where it's uh you're basically saying that e3 isn't evolving enough into the digital era well it hasn't and people say oh well yes. you know a bunch of people watched it on twitch no you watched a company host an event that happened to coincide around the time of e3 on twitch or on youtube like you watched the microsoft presser that's not E3. It's not even held in the convention center. It's just Microsoft is hosting a conference that happens to correspond with the timing of E3. They're just like, they're using the event of E3 to then boost more traffic to their event. Yeah, just like Nintendo's Direct. It has nothing to do with E3 directly. It's just a Direct that's being broadcast the week of E3. Just like EA, whatever the hell they call their event, it's outside. Yeah. yeah, they have nothing to do with E3. They're just using the timing that everyone is in the area to say, well, we're going to be at this thing across the street. You can stop by. And it costs it costs at times tens of millions of dollars to put these booths and stuff on the floor with all the space and everything else that goes into it. That's that is quite a bit of money to do all that for how many people attend E3? 60,000? Well, it's capped, isn't it? Yeah, and it's capped. And it's like they have, what, 15,000 like tickets for fans to kind of enter like gamers to come in and yeah they have whatever for the public and then they and the I rest mean, is media if youtube you, if you really think about it that way and you're like man it's tens of millions of dollars for this that i mean that's literally a budget for a game and I, I think i think e, the e3 business model definitely needs to change um i got it for, i got one for you sean i got a suggestion we'll go to it when you're good go ahead okay <laughs> just um, for you but just it, for you but as far as Jeff Keighley, I, I don't give a shit. I'm you know, I'll probably enjoy it more since he won't be there. I'm just kidding. Hey, everyone. I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. G, he was good on G4 TV back in the day, man. Jeff Keighley is fine. It's just one of my things to bust his balls. <laughs> Are we going to have Greg Miller host the EA event again? Oh, God. Uh, I will take Keighley over that. That was that was rough. Whatever, whatever your thoughts about Keighley aside, I mean, I think the message is very loud and clear from Keighley that, you know, 25 years and all of a sudden he's like, no, nah, I'm not going to do this anymore. I it, think that's actually a, a pretty right. good statement to come out it's, and say, you know, this is not like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm stepping down, I'm passing the torch to someone else, like I'm retiring from doing this. No, I'm not doing E3 anymore. You know, something I've been doing pretty much since the beginning of, of the show. I think that's that speaks mm-hmm. volumes. Yeah, it sounded like there was disagreement. I think if he came out and just said, like, I'm not doing E3 this year because scheduling yeah. conflict, he'd say, or okay, it's just... Or whatever. Yeah, it's, you know, something else is going on for him. Instead, he came out and said, I don't like what I am seeing from the organizers, which right. means there's a back-end issue that he is disagreeing with. And yeah. I mean, Keeley is somewhat yeah. of a polarizing figure. People, you know, he's a hype man. He has his own event, but he's still one of the more respected game journalists in the industry. He has done amazing pieces on industry figures. So for him not to feel comfortable with, with what is happening with the event and the organizers, it means it's something 
major. It's not just some trivial nonsense. Mm. I actually yeah. heard a rumor <laughs> that it was because they they he wanted a golden shrine for Kojima to be <laughs> oh my on the centerpiece of the floor, and they wouldn't do it. And so he was like, "Yo, you know, I can't, I can't do it." Well, whatever whatever it was was enough to push out what would have been a a 25 years in a row of him attending and being a part of the show to where he was doing e3 coliseum which was actually part of e3 you know that was that was them having their own e3 show basically where they brought in developers and all that um and obviously i mean that's good for him too because if you consider how many people would watch that for him and he's also the guy that runs the video game awards show so basically throughout the year he's making sure he's in front of a lot of gamers in some way whether it's through gamescom and then um whether it's through e3 and other places that also helps him at the end of the year for the game awards so he looked at this and he said yeah it's just it's just not it's just not worth the time and effort and what's happening here's my suggestion sean go on he's he's talking about it being more digital more open to everyone even if you don't attend the show he said he said it's more about the showroom floor like you have to be there to enjoy it Mm -hmm. but it kind of brought me back a bit do you remember PlayStation Home back in the day? I do. I oh, do. God. During events, and I think they did it one time for E3, they recreated the E3 floor in Home, and you could walk around and like check out different things, watch trailers. And I think at one point they had it so you could play a demo or two. Well, see, that that's that's a weird thing to me, is that you know, you have it, you have the demos because you could really sort of completely get rid of the whole show floor and just distribute the demos for the games that you see on these devices that we have that everyone has in their home. Here's what I would do. I would take a streaming service like Stadia or GeForce Now or whoever can do it, right? And I would mix that in even with VR. Yeah, I think that would be cool. I mean, it's not, I don't think there's one surefire answer, but I think if you do a combination of things like that, you know, a virtual E3 experience combined with digital distribution of the games available on the show floor that, you know, people are playing and stuff like that, you could completely get rid of the event, but still sort of have the event if that sort of makes sense or just make it more interactive make people more excited for it the people that aren't attending the event well we do yeah. we do have a discord question based on this and i mean that that's one option but is there any other option okay. for the e3 replacement oh i'm i'm sure i'm sure and there could be any i'm sure someone could do it like like do you think, a do you think, one-to-one replacement just mean, yeah something to take the place of like that all included announcements like no. craziness no, I don't think I so. I think that time has come and gone. Wasn't there a point in time where someone where someone was attempting to buy E3 from the ESA? Who tried to do it? There were I thought there were rumors of that happening at one point. It's probably and they didn't want to give it up because it was such a big event for them. They didn't they didn't want to give it up. I I feel like if they could retain the E3 name and just have different people run it, I think they could probably move it up into the the digital social media era i think they could figure something out like do you think like we've seen what jeff keely does with some of these events do you think he could do something with it if he could somehow attain the e3 name or at least be able to uh organize it for them you don't think so i don't think he could organize or rally the support needed to make it meaningful Mm. Well, did you guys see what they're doing this year? They are going to be doing like more streaming stuff and, you know, kind of doing more digital things. And there's still going to be, I mean, I know people, a lot of people are down on E3, but there's still going to be like 
Microsoft and Nintendo mm -hmm. and Square Enix, and there's still going to be big announcements, you know. So oh, yeah, there'll still be some fun stuff well, there. Well, yeah, well, things are, you know, maybe not going the best, and, you know, Keeley's bound out. Obviously, Sony's not going to be there. I still think E3 is going to be a great show. Just, you know, like I've stated many times before, it's like, it's just not the be all end all. It's not like, oh my gosh, everything's going to be at this show. It's going to be so crazy. Nah, at this point, like, Sony's going to have their PS5 reveal, and it might be, you know, that's going to be hype. Nintendo has their directs. Heck, even Microsoft is doing their inside Xbox stuff where they announce some big stuff that you would usually expect like at E3, right? So it's just, it's basically, there's no way that they can adapt to like the new age just because companies want to take control of the narrative yeah. themselves more now, you know? Cause they now save a have, lot of money. <laughs> yeah, you oh, save yeah. money and you have a lot of streaming. There's like, back then when E3 was really there, like there wasn't as much, on, online wasn't that, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't where it is me, right now at this point. You know? Let me go over to, let me go over to Jordan here. Jordan? No, no yep. Sony at E3 lat from last year. Still this year, no Sony. Now, mm -hmm. no Jeff Keighley. Yep. What, what's what's E3 looking like to you now, man? Is or is it losing its is it losing its excitement? Um. Yeah, I think especially after I went in 2018, it kind of lost its excitement for me. Seeing it in uh, person made you lose its excitement. Yeah, because it's it was always kind of like a as a, like growing up, I was like, oh, that'd be such a cool place to go to, and then yes. you actually go to it. And the real experience, um, even if you're media or not, yeah. uh, the real experience is like, okay, you're going to have to pick one big game that you're willing to wait all day to play, or you're just going to play either a few smaller games or not a whole lot. It, it's for, for the average person who's going who isn't media, there's not a lot to do. So this is interesting. And it's not it's it's not as fun for people who actually attend the event and pay what could be thousands of dollars for a hotel yes. and all this stuff. That's that's that is really really weird by the way to have it be like that if you really it think is. about it. Yeah, and it, while it was cool to be there and to see everything and to walk around and look at everything, and there's some fun events held like by Nintendo for like their Smash tournament they had that year, and you know it was really cool. It's you have to pick and choose. If you wanted to play Kingdom Hearts three, you were in line minimum six to eight mm. hours, and that's the only game you're going to play that day. You have to commit to standing in line to play fifteen minutes of the game. See, I'm know? telling you, I th I think they could figure it out with game streaming. I think that I, I view game streaming as a utility. I think that's where it could actually be used. If if yeah. instead of having to wait in line for the demo, they control everything on their end and they just stream the game to you and you play it. I you're, thought about some type of digital model where you know you you buy a virtual ticket and then they basically push the demos on your device so you can you play them at home. But the problem with that is that many of these demos, they're, they're developer builds, they're like mm. nowhere near. They want to control it. Yeah, they, yeah. they definitely want to control that. They're buggy, they'll crash, they have to reset the systems. I mean, there's mm. there's a lot there that you can't just, you know, drop <laughs> That's, on. Maybe they, maybe they would just, maybe they would come up with the ones that are the most stable, the most ready to like, for a consumer to look at. And if it's streamed, obviously it's never on your system. It's just, you're just playing it through someone else's computer at the time or build somewhere else um i almost wonder if that would be something that's possible the e3 app where you buy a virtual ticket like you're saying mvg and you have access to a predetermined amount of demos that are all streamed to you through a stadia like that's what stadia should have been doing they should have acted as a utility and trying to get on that but you know i bet you amazon or microsoft will try to push something like that at some point with with esa Looking it'll probably back. be amazon Looking back, I, I remember I went to E3 20, I went to E3 2014, 2015, and I think 2016. Those three years I went. And 2014, I played a ridiculous amount of games, and I don't even know how the hell I did. I played like Bayonetta, I played like Hyrule Warriors, I played Super Smash Brothers. I play, and I covered all these games. I even played games on PS3, like uh, Persona 4 Arena, Ultimax. And I'm thinking back, and I'm like, 
damn, that was exhausting. I mean, it was fun, but it was exhausting. But then 2015 and 2016, <laughs> I played nowhere near as many games. Mm. So 2016, I barely played. There was I barely played anything. Nintendo didn't have anything there, but even the lines for everything were just insanely long. 2015, it started getting really bad. Then 2016, it was horrible. So I can only imagine you know, kind of what Jordan was like, going to do. What if they took... What, I just said I'm they, done. It, it wasn't fun anymore. Describing, yeah, what yeah. you're describing, what if they took E3 and just, just closed it down to the public again, but in order to make that revenue back that they were making from there, they just did virtual tickets like you're saying, MVG, so that the people uh, from the media who are actually going with developers would have more time with them, therefore giving the developers and people who actually rent the space there more what of a chance to actually partner people. What if the ESA partnered with stores like Best Buy, right? All around the country. And Best Buy would, you know, kind of front the cost because it's a partnership for getting people in their stores mm. to, you know, certain times, you know, during the, the week of E3, uh, things are announced. You can go into Best Buy, your local Best Buy, and try some of these demos at a special, you know, special couple stations. And it brings people in. People don't have to fly across the country to wait all day to play these demos. You wait in smaller lines in your towns or communities. And yeah, and well, that Nintendo's done it, you know, with Best Buys in the past for certain games, yeah, but like, yeah. like a big event at Best Buy, because I mean that would be great for ESA. That bites the cost. Best Buy would mm. front the money because it's people in their store. So. Yeah, I think that I think that cost, man, that the amount of money they charge for people to companies well, to be there what, and stuff is insanity. The ESA should charge media to attend. Oh, media goes now for we're free. Getting, now we're getting you serious. have forty thousand people who don't pay to attend. It's a lot of people. I'll be down it doesn't to have to be a thousand dollars. Like five thousand. Down to like so that. That would be the end. No one would go. <laughs> well, if you charge, I mean, instead of you know, I'll just use GameSpot as the example. Instead of GameSpot sending fifty people, well, hey, we can have twenty-five. But Maybe we don't have the elaborate booth to do our, you know, that the show that a thousand people watch. We actually just go back to the coverage we used to do back in 2008 2009 of on floor reporting we make the videos we play the games we get our impressions out we don't need all this elaborate you're not end you're not covering a sporting event you don't need these live commentators sitting on the sidelines standing next to the nintendo booth saying 14,000 people are waiting 12 hours to play breath of the wild 2 good for them i'm not there I don't need a traffic report of the E3 aisle. But you could be through VR. You could wait in line in I, VR. There you go. I want my traffic report. Screw you, Nate. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, like on the show floor, OJ. Well, let me, let me ask you. Everywhere. Let me, let me ask just got stepped on. <laughs> let me Those ask you guys this. Uh, you just pow, powders, body slammed. Friggin'. Don Matrick, because he's here for some random ass reason. <laughs> let me let me ask you guys this then to finish up. Okay, last year it was Sony that announced it, right? And they're obviously still not this year, but they're continuing on from last year. This year's Jeff Keighley, who doesn't attend next year and they announce it. Fun way you got to pick wait. somebody. <laughs> <laughs> who is it that who is it that doesn't announce that doesn't go? Jimmerick, Super, Super Metal Dave. <laughs> what? Jeez. So I got to pick someone. He lives out no, there. He goes no, a, there. A, a company. Oh, for, like, meaningful attendance <laughs> a company um ea didn't they stop going ea they still they still technically go don't they they're still there activision arcade one up 
What? <laughs> Limited run game. WWE, man. Oh, they uh-huh. shit. Is Stadia there this year? Because they probably won't be next year. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, that was there last year. Remember, they had, they had the, the Dreamcast in the glass case and yeah. the, the power and no one knew and... what the fuck this freaking thing meant. They're like, why are there power gloves in Dreamcast? They're like, yeah, we don't know what the hell that was supposed to represent. We just kind of made it in like the last... Two failed pieces of hardware? Like, didn't that story come out where they like, put it together and like two hours leading up to it and they didn't yes. know what the hell it even was supposed to be. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, I'll say, Google. I'll say, I'll say Nintendo doesn't go next year. No, they just have their direct and they film will, their treehouse elsewhere. I'll say, um, like Capcom's gonna, gonna skip it. Capcom. Interesting. Yeah. Capcom. But what about resident evil eight? <laughs> oh man, it'll be, it'll be interesting next year. I, I feel like somebody's going to say something about not going. Um, I mean, Microsoft already is kind of on the teetering edge of attending as it is. They just got to pull Mixer, I guess. Although they do make a big deal. They're like, we're going to be there and we're going to celebrate E3. And I mean, they're the ones that keep putting the statements out that they're the ones celebrating it. Yeah, but, but if still not really the there. across the street, would they would they still do it? That's really mm, the big question. That is the question. That is like, the question. Yeah, it's kind of like an area of convenience for them. Do you know how we test it? Do you know how we test this MVG? Is if E3 moves after their contract with the uh, the current convention center is up, because I think that's two years. You know, counting this another, year. that's another really good point. I mean, it's in L.A., which is one of the most expensive you know places in the country to to put on a a, a show like this, and hotels and costs for people to, to fly in and, and, and restaurant costs and food and everything like that. Would it be better for them to actually have it somewhere else where it's a little more... Where do we move it to? Price? Idaho? I don't know. What's <laughs> the same place? Of it was mid-states. 90s. It was in Atlanta. Yeah. Which oh, is some high school right. yeah. multi-purpose room. security and like IGN had all their camera equipment stolen. From oh, like no. Press what about really? like... Jeez. Well, like Dallas. Te- yeah, I was thinking Texas. Like yeah, that's midway through. Yeah. Dallas ain't that expensive compared to LA, at least. They so. should, I think they should think about moving it. Yeah. But that's something they could do. There we go. We can test that theory with Microsoft then right away, see if they still go. Yep. <laughs> trust me, nobody go. in LA would miss it either. Like, it's not people in LA don't like E3 anyway. They usually hear some of the stuff they say. So about the people that come in during that. I see uh, Chicago, New York City, Dallas. Chicago. Chicago would be pretty cool. It's not a it's not a gun show. <laughs> <laughs> I like Philadelphia. They should go to Philadelphia. I can drive to Philadelphia. They should do Philadelphia. Yeah, that'd be dope. I don't think Philly's big enough. They could fit yeah. it the at the convention center for too many games, right? No, <laughs> hell no. no. Like I don't G1. think that would work. I don't think that would work. Um, I guess ball. I guess they could do Baltimore. Oh no, I want to go to Baltimore. Yeah, exactly. I live the closest to it. And it's still no. <laughs> oh man. And they could do the Santa Monica idea again. That everyone, I, I, I have heard a lot of people want them to move it to Las Vegas. That would be nuts, by the way, if they did that. You know how many gamers would end up lost, never found again, if they did Las Vegas? <laughs> That'd be great. I see, a, I see, I see a couple people down. Uh, Las Vegas. Uh, That'd be man. pretty. Who had a brothel in Vegas? Oh gosh! <laughs> Bring back the food babes. Uh, let's oh, let's gosh. go, Evan. Do we have a Discord question. <laughs> Uh, what do you think the final value of the Nintendo PlayStation will be when the auction finishes? Ah, good question. Uh, what's about Half a mil. I, I seriously it's, misjudged it's, that auction. It's at $420,000 right now. Oh, wow. Probably a million bucks. Yep, 19 days left. And you have people wow. apparently like uh, 
uh was it palmer palmer lucky palmer lucky yep yeah you got some, some big time billionaires um bidding on that so that that, that could go that could go for a million dollars i think of it will get i think it, it will get over a million i think it will get over a million so that is i want it to be someone who's not even involved in the industry to win it just some jackass millionaire be like <laughs> screw it i bought it i want nicholas like cage to buy it like that dude who got Musk. the wu-tang album the the <laughs> farmer oh, bro oh, oh skrilly uh, yeah yeah skrilly yeah. Yeah, that would be really funny if Elon Musk just rolled in and bought it at the last minute, just just to have it. I'm going to install no this reason. in my truck. Apparently, He's like, I'll give you a million dollars and a free cyber truck. So there was word on <laughs> there was word on Twitter that they had turned down an offer for 1.2 million dollars for it. Yep. To go to go. That, that that's that's legit. That's an actual thing. That's you insane. Know, another thing that's legit that multiple people on Twitter have mentioned and people that are legitimate sources is this is not the only one out there. Ah, I've heard of this too. Okay, yeah. You mentioned this MVG and I went look and there is a possibility there are a couple of these out there. So everyone needs to go check their attic right now. Um because apparently there were a couple of those prototypes. Not yeah, there's like what was it? Like half a it's like half a dozen, and this guy just thinks this is the only existing one or something. But here's the good news for people: everyone should want this to go for an obscene amount of money because if you do come across one, there is a precedent that's been set. So there you go. That that's the way it is. So no one's found another one yet, and uh, until then, we'll have a price and we'll know what they're worth technically because someone put a price on it. That's what someone's waiting for. I bet someone else has the other I one. I thought about to that go. too. Oh, I thought yeah. about that too. Somebody already they're, found it. And they're like, yeah, they're going. waiting to see what this goes for. So they can be like, okay, now I have the only other one out there. And they'll because set if, the market. Let's say it goes for one and a half million dollars. That means somebody missed out on it, but was willing to spend a million. I mean, if you found one of these in your attic right now and, and you realize there's somebody out there who wants to offer you $1.2 million, most people are going to take that offer. Oh, yeah, I would take it. Immediately, 100%. you know, yeah. so. There you go. Um, you know, if you come across one, uh, you should be able to get some good money for it. But we'll see. I think it is going to go for a million, over a million, though. I think that will happen. So <laughs> I, I do want to see the person who actually ends up buying it, though. Um, how many more Discord questions do we have left, Evan? That's it. Okay. Let me go through some of the super chats here. Uh, we have Starboy84 saying, anyone getting that $380 Darksiders Collector's Edition? Oh, no. What? I did not. I did not get it. No, I got the regular one. And uh, the entire game does come on the cartridge. So it is not one of those things where it's like download part of it or anything. It's all on there. So that's, that's crazy. THQ Nordic has actually done that. I think they've been pretty good about that, actually. Yes, they have been. Yeah, right. I, th I was going to say, I thought they've been pretty good with that. Yeah. Um, Blurpy saying RGT85 got the authentic NASCAR experience. Not wrong. There you go. Uh, Cody says, what is your opinion on Disney's newfound interest on licensing IPs to developers? And what creative Disney IP would you like to see a game of? Do it. And <laughs> I don't know. Creative, <laughs> thank you. They, they basically, they said that they are very open to developers. They seem to point out smaller ones, even um, using some of their IPs that they've already established. They want to get more into gaming without actually having to make the game necessarily. Epic Mickey three. No, give um, a, a Donald Duck side scroller to way forward. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> what was that? What was that game? Was it my Millard? My Millard, the one where he turns into like a, a like a ninja with like a. Pole yeah, and... they're going quackers as well as a good. There's I, lots I like, of good Donald Duck. I like that one. I rented that on the Super Nintendo and I really liked the, the my Millard one. That was a good game. I think Shinji Mikami did one of those games. 
He did. Yep. I was positive he did one of them. I'm not sure which one it was, though. You know what? Just take that. Take my Millard and turn it into a Dark Souls game. There you go. You know there what other game it. Shinji Mikami did? The good Aladdin. The best version of Aladdin on the Super Nintendo. <laughs> Sean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'd be down for a Lion King game, man. Like a good Lion King game. Mm. I'd be down for that, but who knows? Okay. I, th I think it's good to hear that they're more open, but I'd be curious how uh, restrictive they are on that stuff because they, they definitely want to keep their source material pretty, like, I guess, straight with that, like, straight up. So, uh, Radberry Gaming says, chance of getting beat em ups or Arlo on the cast. We've had, we've had Wood on the cast before. You can get him on here. Arlo, I'm not sure. Arlo, I I'm trying to work out Arlo. We'll get him on here at some point because I see you guys ask for him a lot. Um, but we could probably we get Wood on here. Probably soonish. Uh, Ed Diaz says, uh, "Someone trigger the silver hair, please. Kickstart it. Oh, because the Kickstarter from last time, Jordan. Damn. And, and Sonic. And Sonic. <laughs> oh man. Oh, dude. Mean? If there's oh, ever, yo, if there's ever a Sonic Kickstarter, Jordan's gonna I'm all over it, dude. I'll be <laughs> donating first. Uh, Radberry says, "Fun that, times that, on the <laughs> go that ahead, one Kickstarter model." I'm telling you, man, someone else is going to use that. Of course they are. It's a, it sets a precedent, and people, other people are going to do it. Mm. What happens? If it's for games like, let's say Square Enix did it for Final Fantasy Tactics, um, I'll do what it. If, what if THQ Nordic <laughs> did it for Time Splitters? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm there. I'll, I'll, I'm I'll get the highest tier, whatever it is. Oh, there you go. <laughs> because we're not getting these games anyway. So, not, I mean, if yeah. this is the way we can get them, I'm down for them to bring back these classic or bring back these over, overlooked games. And this is the way that we can, instead of worrying about business suits, them funding it, mm. and then we can just do it ourselves. We, the gamers can say, hey, we want this. We can fund it. I'm, I'm, I'm down for that because that's what That happens. would be a test. They, they get into these damn rooms. They say, oh, these aren't profitable. They did the same thing with Xenosaga. They got into a room. Oh, and they did. That, and they just said, it's not profitable. And it's like, bullshit. Like, can we can we prove that or not? You know what I'm saying? So if, if this is the way we can prove it, that these will be profitable, I'm down. Or that, so we, if, can, if, that we want if it. If Xenosaga collection was kickstarted. <laughs> That's, oh my God, dude. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be taking out another mortgage on your house just to put money towards that. Pretty much. I know I'd go a very high team. If Xenosaga HD collection was kickstarted, I'd absolutely be there because we're not going to get this shit any, any other way. You know what I'm saying? Because they're, they're, they already said, nope, not profitable. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. I'll be curious to see if another company takes a shot at that. Jordan, you seem convinced that they will. So it'll be interesting to see. Well, it. yeah. And then like, okay. like OJ said, like it's, it, there's, no, there's nothing wrong with it is, you know, if you want something to happen and they're giving you the option as the gamer to make it happen and that's the yes. only way. Cool. Whatever. Okay. It's anyone's choice to support it or not. <laughs> uh Sokar says uh level up for dating we all died and leveled down uh demicore says you are now breathing manually zoob right. says who i want to see here wood arlo and more women well miss click will be back next week uh we'll see about wood see if he can stop by and then arlo uh, like i said we'll get we'll get on hopefully in the future maybe it might be good for a pre-recorded episode if we go away to like a convention or something to get him on here yeah, or like a direct prediction of video from like two and a half months ago. <laughs> hey, man, that's going to I think my prediction is going to age very well. That whole video is already aged like milk. What? My, hey, I had I think my <laughs> prediction was pretty good. OK, based on what's getting out there right now, I think I'm in good shape. 
You think um, that. I do think that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, apparently wheels, something with wheels and tires. There you go. I'm so in. Devil's Third coming then? Yeah, Devil's Third getting a fork. <laughs> Finally. 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 Yeah. Uh, De- Demicore says, uh, oh, I did that when you're not breathing manually. Um, Chad says, I stopped listening to Atlas. They bait everyone. They, they do a lot of announcements of announcements, right? That's their yes. thing. Announcements uh, announcements. <laughs> Patrick says, Sony panicking about parts has me even more sketchy on buying at launch. My launch PS4 has a broken disc loader, had three bro- uh, broken PS3s, quality is dropping. Good news is the disc loader is actually pretty easy to fix on the PS, uh, PS4. Um, but the PS3, when that first came out, like two years later and they started dying, yeah, that was that was kind of an issue. Uh, L... L. Emanopio says the media is competing with YouTubers for coverage. I would agree. Um, I think that is a that is an issue for certain media. Sidoku uh, says any idea when we'll get an actual direct? Next week. There you go. Next week. That's the saying, right? Next week. It's always next week. Doesn't matter. Be patient. <laughs> you suck at life. <laughs> <laughs> well, what kind of direct are we talking? Does it have to be an Animal Crossing direct or a general direct? I think it meant normal direct. It'll um, come when it. Comes. I don't know then. Yeah, okay, there you go. Yeah, you gotta wait for general. Early March. Let's go yeah. early March. Early March is the earliest you're getting general direct. Early March. There you go. But Animal Crossing direct. Oh, never know. You never know. Uh, and then um, Sokar says, "Wasn't it the group that runs packs that tried E3? That's what it was." Thank you, Sokar. Yeah, there was a rumor, I believe, that the group around packs attempted to uh, buy the E3 name from the ESA, and they did not want to give it up. So, if the ESA, I guess, runs into trouble, maybe they would sell it to the packs, um, packs organizers. Uh, Zaire Miller says, "Did anyone watch the Sonic <laughs> movie? I have, I have not seen the Sonic movie yet, I, I but I hear it. it's actually better." than expected is what i've heard what do you think evan that's all right okay buddy cop movie kind of mindless but you know whatever sonic looked all right though sonic looked okay definitely better than what was being originally shown all right i I heard it made a lot of money but i had a question is there an after credits uh not after credits they don't wait that long they just show you the follow-up like right before the credits okay I'm expecting something cool. I don't. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm expecting like Knuckles or or Golden Sonic or Metal Sonic or something cool. So there might have been an after credit, but I didn't stay. But the story stuff for like the possible okay. uh, sequel came before that. I'll have to try to see it this week. Maybe we could do a video talking about it. Uh, but it made a lot of money apparently, uh, oh, yeah. more than Detective Pikachu, and it's opening, I believe, a few days. So uh, Sega is right in line to take advantage of it with the brand new Sonic game that they've already announced as well. So <laughs> a lot of foresight over there. What did you say? Uh, forces? A lot of fo- yeah, forces too is coming. Foreskin. Oh gosh. What? Um, <laughs> Pedroka, Pedroka says RGT salty AF. Yeah. What was I salty about tonight? Salty oh, ass. You saw hey, uh, had like a 30 minute rant at the start. Sean, Sean just wants 2020 <laughs> to get started. You know what? I, yeah. I want 2020 to get started too. Because 2020 gets started. 2020 gets started in March. Yes. Doom Eternal is in 2020. You're stupid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, last year, like I said, Sean, you're right. Last year, 20, uh, 2019 started pretty early. So, well, then that's why we had a delay this year. We started so early last year and had to recoup. Mm. Bunch of impatient ingrates. <laughs> I don't know, man. March was March in 2018. That smash was, then that was amazing. That that surprised uh, everybody. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, no direct, but more a year of Sonic info soon. That is true. That is on the 20th. So thank God to that. What the hell's a year of Sonic? Nate, where where you been, man? We talked about I don't this. Follow Sonic on I'm the like 20th, fringe. On the 20th of every month, there will be new Sonic information for this entire since year. Year of Sonic. So wait, don't you watch Newswave? It's uh on uh <laughs> since like last month. Okay. So. so there's only been one and there's always been one event. So why the hell the hell okay, would so I know what's coming up? The, the first announcement was the announcement of the announcements wallpaper. and new wallpaper for your cell phone. OK, yeah. that's already a terrible start to the year. Sonic. <laughs> hey, that actually is like the, that's like the perfect way to start a year. Sonic disappointment. So you're saying there's nowhere to go but up then. <laughs> Not when it comes to Sonic. <laughs> it's all strategy here. OK, that new Sonic game's coming, right? Take advantage of the Sonic hype that they definitely expected. Uh, let's, <laughs> let's go. Let's go around here, Sean. Where can they find you, man? Find me on RGT85. We just uploaded a Darksiders Genesis review for the Nintendo Switch. Please go watch that. Um, don't really know what's going on this week. There's going to be a bunch of reviews, though. Um, Double Dragon Collection. I'm expecting Samurai Showdown uh, for the Switch as well. So depending on embargo dates. But I guess there wouldn't be an embargo date because it's technically out in Japan. I don't know. Whatever. Um, but yeah, just be on the lookout for content. There'll be stuff this week. I'm going to go over to Streamlabs I, uh, just to make sure I didn't miss any messages there. Uh, OJ, where can they find you, man? Yeah, you can find me right here. I'm back on YouTube, full force. No longer banned and everything, so that's good. Uh, I stream daily uh, for the most part. I stream most of the time. So you can find me here I'm on YouTube. Um, this upcoming week, um, I got a lot of cool stuff that I'm doing, discussion videos. Uh, we're going to be talking more about some Bayonetta 3, No More Heroes, and other some other big games that could be potentially for 2020, plus direct stuff. And then also we're doing a giveaway as well. So we're giving away a Switch Lite, uh, Fighters Pass, uh, Volume 2, and a $20 eShop card. So three different winners uh, with that. So uh, subscribe to the channel. Nice, nice. Uh, Fish Fan says uh, RGT equals dried up ocean bed salty AF. (laughs) (laughs) Evan already opened up Photoshop. He's on it. (laughs) That's a good Uh, one, though. Keto says uh, greetings from Austria. Greetings, uh, uh, Keto or Greetings. Kaido? Hello. Uh, um, and then Matthew Hammond says the Smash Bros. Direct was enough to not eat Mitch in January. But then yeah, he but immediately... then I had to eat him anyway. Immediately did a parlay <laughs> and lost. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, MVG, where can they find you, man? You can find me on Twitter at Modern Vintage G, YouTube, Modern Vintage Gamer, and I got a video coming out Monday as per usual, so stay tuned for that. I got some really cool content coming up over the next few weeks, um, some interesting stuff, so you don't want to miss uh, my channel if nice. you are subscribed, so check that out. Thanks for having me on the show. Very cool, man. Yeah, you got it. you're into the Nintendo 64 recently, I've noticed. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I'd like the Nintendo stuff right now has been really hot, so I've, I'm kind of keeping that going for a little longer. But uh-huh. I'm actually doing some PlayStation content coming up soon, and I'm really excited about that. So um, some cool stuff coming up on the channel. Very cool. Uh, what about what about uh, what about Nate? Where can they find you, man? Find me on Twitter at Directfeed Games. I have a bunch of gameplay footage up from this week from games like Three Thousandth Duel, Vitamin Connection. I have some. Darksiders handheld docked comparison maybe on Monday. And on the Nate the Hate channel, we're going to have a video coming up in the coming days where if you enjoyed MVG and I discussing the direct and the obsession with it, we are going to tell you that we are the cure. <laughs> and in our video, we are going to go even further than what we did tonight. So if you want salt, you'll know where to get it on Nate the Hate. Bring crackers. 
I, I hear that one has a pretty fun thumbnail for it. Should be good. It has an amazing <laughs> thumbnail, straight from the depths of hell. <laughs> uh, what Where about the salt Jordan? is rich. What about, what about Jordan? Where can they find you, man? Uh, you can find me at Jordan Fringe. I make uh, Pokemon content. I'm going to subscribe it. Let's make videos about Pokemon and Pokemon cards. Uh, that, <laughs> that Evan, what about you, man? You can find me on Twitter, Kimrix Project. Whenever I'm doing anything, I usually post it up there. This week's going to be pretty packed in with some artwork stuff on Twitch, so I'll always announce when I'm going live, usually Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Very cool. Very cool. That's everyone here. Thanks, everyone, for joining us for episode 150. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you guys next Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Oh, did Hold on. Salty AF, man. Salty AF, there you go. He's on they're on you, Sean. <laughs> I think that was directed to Nate. I don't think that was directed to me. Oh, you have to it? give another five dollars to tell us who it's directed at. No, I think I, I don't I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it was directed towards Nate. Why why me? Timing wise. <laughs> nah, we have to wait for him now to come up back in the chat and tell us. Okay. We're not, we're not doing well that. you check out <laughs> check out check out uh check out Nate and uh MVG's video. When's that dropping, Nate? We haven't even recorded Sorry. it yet. Sorry. <laughs> We're going to record this weekend. Oh, gosh. It was Valentine's Day. MVG's a family man. Okay. What's okay. going on, man? But we'll, we'll, we'll get it done. Cool. I mean, we, can't, we can't dish out the hate when love is in the air. <laughs> the best time. That's a, good, that's a good, very good point. Okay. We'll All see I'm you guys. We are the cure to the Nintendo hate or the Nintendo uh, Direct drought. We are the cure. And it will be great when you hate nintendo <laughs> didn't you record a nintendo direct uh predictions video like a month and a half ago nate that was at your <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Well, you, well, you, well you decided to let's record it in like mid january well, well, one well. month later where's that direct Larry, Larry T says, uh, happy 150th episode, guys. Thanks for all of the awesome content. Thanks, Larry. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. RGT, there you go. It was, it was, oh, come it was, on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, we'll, see, we'll see you guys next Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time, hopefully with something to talk about, maybe Animal Crossing related. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see you guys then.